everything is hustle everything in my in my rundown. This I, is the hustle <laughs> hustle everything awards today. I feel like <clears throat> I want to play this Bill Maher, but it's too long. But I think we should watch it before the show okay. just to set the tone of the show. He kind of goes over all of the topics we've been talking about recently on this show. And he kind of frames it in a way of like, look, if y'all going to do this council culture, you better make sure that you insulate yourself for when the council culture comes towards you. For you, yeah. And finally, new rule, liberals need a stand-your-ground law for cancel culture so that when the woke mob comes after you for some ridiculous offense, you'll stand your ground. Stop apologizing, because I can't keep up anymore with who's on the shit list. Now, lately, Republicans have been trying to appropriate the term cancel culture to describe what happens to them when they get a just comeuppance for actual crimes. And this muddying the water is unfortunate because cancel culture is real, it's insane, and it's growing exponentially, and it's coming to a neighborhood near you. If you think it's just for celebrities, no. In an era where everyone is online, everyone is a public figure. It's like we're all trapped in the hills have eyes and Mm. (laughs) Wi-Fi. Take Mr. Emmanuel Cafferty. He is, was, a San Diego gas and electric worker, but he got fired because someone reported him making a white supremacist hand gesture outside the window of his truck. But he's not a white supremacist, he's Latino. Is this really who we want to become? A society of phony, clenched asshole avatars walking on eggshells, always looking over your shoulder about getting ratted out for something that actually has nothing to do with your character or morals? Andy Warhol was wrong. In the future, everyone will not experience 15 minutes of fame, but 15 minutes of shame. And 62% of Americans say they have opinions they're afraid to share. 80% of Americans all hate the current atmosphere of hypersensitivity. Yeah, everybody hates it, and no one stands up to it. Because it's always the safe thing to swallow what you really think and just join the mob. So if someone asks you if Justin Timberlake owes Britney Spears an apology for not being a perfect boyfriend when they were teenagers, just say yes. Easy, as Justin did issuing an abject apology and then vowing to return sexy back to where he found it. Mandalorian's Gina Carano is a person I'd never heard of and resent that I have now. (laughs) She's some conservative wrestling chick who kicks ass on a show I wouldn't watch if I was in prison. (laughs) And she made some Nazi analogy. Who doesn't these days? You're like the Nazis is the new I don't like you. (laughs) It's always okay when Trump's the Nazi. That disqualifies her for marching around planet who gives a shit in a helmet? (laughs) By the way, you can't work in Hollywood if you don't believe what we believe. Yeah, in the 50s, that's exactly what the left complained they were being told. Mm. Now, the week before, it was Chris Harrison's Mm. turn in the barrel. He's the host of The Bachelor and is stepping away Mm -hmm. to educate himself on a more profound and productive level than ever before. Oh, good. Good. (laughs) Because all my life, I've looked up to the host of the Fuck a Stranger show. (laughs) (laughs) And if I thought I couldn't count on The Bachelor for moral guidance, I don't know if I could go on. And, of course, he's not stepping away. It's because he wouldn't throw one of them under the bus 
when it came to light that in college she attended a dress-up like we're in the old South party, which is not a type of party we should be throwing in that it winks at a civilization built on slavery, yes. But apparently in 2018, millions of people were still doing it. And mature people understand humans are continually evolving, as opposed to Wokeville, where they're always shocked we didn't emerge enlightened from the primordial ooze. <laughs> What's Chris Harrison supposed to do? Build a time machine, go back to 2018, and knock the mint juleps out of their hands? Maybe while he's time-traveling, he can have a word with that asshole Abraham Lincoln, who's now canceled in San Francisco, and they're thinking about it in Illinois. Yes, the land of Lincoln might cancel Lincoln. Memo to social justice warriors, when what you're doing sounds like an onion headline, stop. <laughs> you damn right. When shit sound like an onion headline, you gotta stop that bullshit. I thought that was kind of clever. I was like, man, these are all the topics. Well, some, a lot of the topics that we've been covering mm -hmm. in the current times. I was like, man, he kind of summed it up nicely. It's like shit's getting a little weird. Like last week, I was gonna talk about the Dr. Seuss situation, but I was like, I really don't care. I wanted to, but I was like, we're just going. We're taking it too far with it's Dr. Seuss. That's nigga. what everybody keeps saying. It's going too far. It's Dr. Seuss. Remember when I was like, I don't know where the line is. Because it keeps moving. It keeps moving. Yeah. You never know when the line wait, wait, wait. Oh, just wait till they look up my shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready for it. That's why I said I, I, I don't care. Nigga, I'm, I'm, uh, nigga, I'm guns a-blazing with these niggas. I don't give a fuck. I mean, what does really counseling mean? Like, we can't have a job anymore? Yeah. I mean, Gina Carano basically doesn't have... She working with Ben Shapiro. She's, uh... But she's gonna get blackballed. Yeah. A lot of people get blackballed. It, you used to just get blackballed in silence. <laughs> yeah, now everybody <laughs> makes a statement about it. I don't know. It's just like, yo, like the Gen Z um, no, trying to cancel Eminem. I'm gonna talk about it. We gonna get there. I'm we like, go. fuck you, nigga. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Your past trans, you you can't have past transgressions anymore, and you can't evolve into a different person. Yes, yeah, it's, it's getting a little weird though. It's a little weird. It's a lot weird. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you get minted from my blockchain, please pay me in cryptocurrency because I go NFT on that thing. Ooh. NFT means not for long. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Government Name Podcast. Your checks and balances of social commentary. Two halves to make one whole, which makes a complete asshole that stays out of Atlanta. During the fucking all-star break <laughs> Because we don't want none of that oh, shit That they got going on in hey, that pool Hey, hey, I don't know Nah, I'm good <laughs> Yeah, y'all can have that shit Yeah, you can have it, all that I'm praying for y'all, pray for Atlanta mm? Pray <laughs> for pray the United States, nigga <laughs> It's a terrible time right now Oh well, we'll be alright 
<laughs> My name is Cole Jackson. My name is unknown at the moment. Hey, hey, hey. Scary hours. Drake, you did it again, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. I ain't gonna even hold you. You did it again. Welcome back to another episode of the Government Name Podcast, guys. We are here tonight, today, this evening, to uh, give you another solid episode. Solid. A heap of helping of culture check. <laughs> sure. Yeah, like, culture, culture check. check why not? Not a temperature check. Everything, that, check. everything that I have in the rundown is hustle everything. All right. Everything. I mean, I everything down. is a hustle. That's a lifestyle, man. You got to join it. Ace Hood tried to tell us. <laughs> Ace Hood tried to tell us back in the day, and everybody stole his style, and he and that was Ace Hood doing hustling. He still he still made some fire ass mixtapes though. Yeah, he still made music. He made albums to be honest with you. Yeah, they just not like they're independent. He's independent now. Yeah, I hope I get to talk to that brother. The way that most artists should be is independent. Seems like you make it big just to get the eyes and the, the the people behind you, but after that, it's like you know what? I can do it all by myself. Yeah, indie um, route. It's it's one of them things. I I respect Ace Hood. He he got a bad. He got he got dealt a bad hand. Yeah, put me on Ace Hood. To be honest, I don't know if he got dealt a bad hand. Though. I mean, shit, Khaled fucked him over. I mean, that's the music business. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> who doesn't get screwed over? Uh, Khaled. <laughs> Khaled's eating good right now, bro. He's the best. <laughs> Khaled fucking niggas over. Khaled is eating real nice right now. So Khaled made money off of Snapchat. Like that nigga's a hustler. Yeah, he can make money off of anything. Yeah, like I, I don't know. It He's like you're the, you're the great. He, <laughs> you're the greatest. He, he he big up other people. Khaled um, was making money with Justin Bieber. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like come yeah, on. but you gotta think who who brought him in the game. Justin Usher, Bieber? Usher brought that nigga in again. Well, I know. I'm just saying. That's how Khaled moves. He, he wasn't going to stay with Ace Hood. Ace Hood, like, peaked. You know what I mean? <laughs> he did. Like, Khaled was, all right, my nigga, you better go and get hot. You cooling off. He did, but then everybody else stole his flow. And then what are you going to do? That ain't his fault. That's not his fault. It's that's on how Khaled, the game goes. It's on Khaled to keep that nigga going and keep him hot, though. All right, look at it this way. Everybody getting a podcast, right? Yeah. How you going to keep the flame? Damn. <laughs> I, don't I was know. hoping you had an answer. To I don't shit. have the answer, Sway. Well, now we now look, they moving on. Go, talk to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan know how to do that shit. No, he don't. Shit. Who is Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. <laughs> I know. <I'm> just... <laughs> That's Joe Rogan and his cousin. <laughs> oh, have you seen Joe Rogan interviews Joe Rogan? No. Oh. We oh, interrupt Lord. this podcast. <laughs> Boom. And we're live. Yeah, you need it. You mm. can't really just go out natural. Yeah. You can't. I, uh, I didn't want to fanboy out when I met you, but I'm a huge fan. Dude. Yeah. You like the edibles to go to sleep, right? Half a hit. That's what you need. Like, just a little. <sighs> just where you're like, okay. Took like 10 of these accidentally. Not even t- accidentally. I did it on purpose. More possibilities. I mean, that's what people call paranoia. Oh, There's just a lot of people that have this idea that pot smokers are dumb and lazy and a problem, and they don't understand. Okay. There's a lot of pot smokers right. like you right. or like me that yeah. work hard. It didn't work for you. Okay. No. Cool, cool, cool. I, I mean, I, I've never, I really listened to this nigga's podcast. I can count on one hand how many times I've listened to this nigga's it's podcast. It's not a bad podcast. It's hella long. He does have some interesting... <laughs> Like guests, mm-hmm. like we're Freddie Gibbs. Everybody's over there. When Freddie Gibbs was on there, I thought yeah. this shit was fire as fuck. Right. Freddie Gibbs has some pretty tight ass stories, but mm-hmm. and then Elon Musk 
-hmm. was interested in Elon Musk because he's he's this generation's like um like I can't well I don't want to put him in the same as like Thomas Jefferson but he's he's a big time like his his thinking is so outside the box and then he he comes up with these things and kind of puts them in fruition now the last type of the lad the little ship that was going to the <laughs> to the moon or to the to mm-hmm. Mars when it touched back down it blew up last week or was that the week before I, yeah <laughs> but SpaceX I think I think the way that Elon Musk thinks and the way he does shit and him having the money to do shit I think is pretty pretty cool yeah you know what I'm saying? He's he's one of those inventors that's just like crazy, but I want to push back on this idea, but I can't come up with nobody that's in that same ballpark. So I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just a he just a wild ass nigga, bro. That got money and made a lot of ideas work for him. So, but those are like really the few yeah things that oh shit man, you just I'm sorry. You, you only watch certain episodes. That's how I do it. I look and see who the guests are, and then I watch it. My question is, with the Freddie Gibbs episode, did you listen to the whole episode? Oh, yeah. I got to pick it back up. Oh, okay. It's- <laughs> I was curious to see if you finished it. I wanted to know what your retention rate was for the guests, depending on who they are. I put it down for a second, and I got into some other shit, and I got to put it, pick Just, it back up. You lost interest. I, I mean, shit. So a three-hour-long podcast is not a good <laughs> idea. According to who it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like nigga, we're entertaining as fuck. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, we keep right. that shit moving. Yeah, and we we just started doing it this year. Okay, just making sure we uh, I just check myself on certain things like this. Like, I don't want us to be the two hour, the three hour, six hour long podcast. But we talk about dope shit. Last we week's do. episode was really good and very, and I think the conversation flows a whole lot better. It does, and we don't smoke weed during our fucking. Podcast but you can either. start if you would like. I don't want to. Okay. Because I, I, I know if I start smoking weed, I'm going to be a crackhead. My, I think you'll be a weedhead. No. My mind is already crazy I'm enough. I'm going to crack. See, you got a great drug dealer. If he could just like, <laughs> I got some crack too, my nigga. <laughs> like, you smoking a lot of this weed. I just know. He just upsell you. My family. My family. <laughs> my dad. Yeah, a little bit stronger. <laughs> the addiction side of my dad's, the addiction side of my dad's side of my yeah. family is very heavy yeah you know what i'm saying right. like that's why i don't smoke weed no more right you know what i'm saying because i felt like i got to a point where i felt like that shit wasn't doing it no more you broke the uh, now, now i'm now i'm talking some shit that i've never said before i really felt like i was going to move into higher drugs because i wasn't getting high on weed no more Wait a minute. <laughs> and i was like your tolerance level was too low buddy you was like i need something stronger right damn and it was it, it got to a point where i was just like What's next? PCP. You know what I'm saying? I've never told anybody that before. No, you told a couple hundred thousand or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just, yeah, I, I just, it's, it's that kind of day to day. You know I what I'm saying? Open up my nigga but, shit. Yeah, like I, I know how strong the, uh, the addiction side of, of my dad's side of the family mm-hmm. is. Like I know I don't drink anymore because I know alcohol, being an alcoholic is something that's embedded in my DNA. Mm. I don't, smoke weed anymore because I know that's something inbreded. Going into deeper drugs mm-hmm. is just a part. I got too many cousins that went down that road. Yeah. I got a lot of cousins that are cokeheads that, I mean, heavy cokeheads. Random ass question from yeah. episodes prior. Whatever happened to your cousin in the shack? Still there. Oh, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know. He still got he still the cable, still like there. the power cable mm-hmm. going to the shack? 
Still fucking these hoes? Nigga, it's been about five years. Wait, <laughs> he was fucking hoes then. I don't know how he, how it happens. No, you know how it happens. <laughs> hey, come on back to my place. You got a shack? Oh, shack. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> like, damn, Still ladies. Still fucking, man. Have a little bit more standards. Eh, you know. Eh, whatever. I can't see. You can't what? I can't see it. <laughs> Neither can he. <laughs> Grandma unplugged that cable, nigga. <laughs> Ain't got no cable, no power coming out here. Wait, does he have... Well, I guess she got Wi-Fi in, in the main house, so he get the Wi-Fi out there. Oh, that nigga don't believe in the internet like that. How you don't believe in internet? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga don't fuck I with don't the interweb. Like- that nigga got a phone, nigga. That nigga got a track phone. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he get on Facebook, nigga. That nigga got a track phone. Yeah, wait. <laughs> You said this dude don't believe in the yeah, internet. Fuck with it. Fuck with <laughs> okay. it. I live in a fucking shack, my nigga. I mean, tiny homes is, is popular Stop right now. with the bullshit. I am not selling niggas the bullshit. <laughs> you can go find you a tiny home and people are buying these shits like crazy. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, he got a track phone. That's his internet. How do you access. sell somebody a tiny home? <laughs> like, How tall you can have they? a fourth of the size of a house right here. How tall are they? Average, they're a little, average they're, height. If they're oh, you can't sell no average height, nigga. People no. are buying them though. It's a thing. I've seen a few tiny homes and they they kind of nice, but I'm too big. For this you know shit. what I want? Them houses made out of them train carts. Oh yeah, yeah. Like them it. shits just be the shits. I want one like the uh, like on what was that Tron? The new Tron movie. Mm-hmm. He had that. Uh, it was it wasn't a train cart. It was a um, a storage like them shipping storage containers. Yeah, like off like how off the off the. The bay, like the yeah. when you work on the shipping yeah. on the bay, my uncle used to do that. Yeah, you know the plumbing and all that. Did we talk about this before? Mm-mm. The plumbing and stuff is pretty easy to access once you set it up. Like mm-hmm. they have a false wall. It's it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> they got a false well, you know, like most houses. Chinese drywall. <laughs> still fucking with that shit, huh? Uh, yeah, well, a lot of it be exposed too, where you can just see it, and it kind of helps with the aesthetic. Yeah. So it's it's kind of they make those things look really dope. Yeah, like, I seen those. I seen those train car homes. I was like, I can fuck with that. They three, stack them up three, three levels. Layers. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Three levels. Then they have like the floating stairs going through them. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. They jazz them up pretty. You could, but they jazz them up. No, you a could. Bit. Yeah, you could. No, you could. Yeah, you you could. couldn't tell me shit. That shit is fire, nigga. Would you have like a window? Oh, where? Like in your train cart on the top floor or some shit? Mm-hmm. Just a window, period. I got see. <laughs> So the security gonna, system so ain't that good. You gonna cut this 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 metal container? I need a window. Okay, that's cool. The that's security cool. system ain't that great. I mean, it's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got right now. What you got? I gotta see who coming in. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You think the you think the uh, the ring doorbell gonna fucking save me in that case situation? It you got it's a metal platform. Nigga, we can, it's 2021. We'll figure out a way. You gonna zip tie it? <laughs> Just <laughs> strap it on? We'll figure it out. <laughs> Fake wall. Yeah. Them houses are fire. They dog. are fire, but I got questions. I don't even know how we got on this conversation <laughs> from your my cousin, cousin, my in, cousin the in the check to ladies going home to it. All right, yeah. That shit Damn. is fire, nigga. You, they, could, you could not tell me anything. And I bet you that shit hella cheap, too. Yeah, I mean, they like, they not, they not house expensive. Yeah, but I don't 
You just stacking some cards together. You man, ain't in feng shui on the inside of that shit. But you gotta build them to code. Like you can't just stack them shits on top. Nigga, of the only shit. code I live by is the G code. <laughs> we build Your it. house gonna we fall gonna apart, build, buddy. We gonna build it to the G code. Did you nigga. not read the Three Little Bears? Your nigga. shit gonna fall apart, <laughs> nigga. nigga. Did you not, Did you not see Jay Z, nigga? He live by the G code. Look at him. Nah, Jay Z is living really good right now. He's <laughs> so titled. He nigga. live by the G code. Shout out to shout out to Juvenile. We just talked about Jay Z. I got in my hashtag hustle everything as I mean, part of my rundown. It's like wow, nigga. I'm telling you, that shit is fire. Yeah, I'm doing it. Maybe. I wonder, could you? I guess you could stack more of them on to make like a garage. Yeah. Like I, w- I would like to have a garage, and that would be kind of cool. That. You just drive in and then get out. Would your house be super long, or would you just stack like? Oh, I'm stacking, nigga. Like gang I think bangers. I would make like a square. These it's like jingle. Like <laughs> I'm thinking sets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, okay. Hear me out. What if we take four of those containers, right? Right. Four of them. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. You we put them in a, a square, right? And then the middle of it, where the middle square is. You put another layer on top of it, mm-hmm. or maybe one on top. So you got five houses, right? But now you got this little garden center in the center of your house. You mean five stories? No, no. You got four on the ground, and then one on top of it to close it off. Oh, you shit. See what I'm saying? Oh, shit. So you could go upstairs, Design and then you got a little shit, loft. Bro. Yeah, all right. Design my shit. I'm too, I'm and then you could go up there, and you could, man, you take a motherfucker up there and hold her hand. You could make an endless pool right there on top of Niggas, it. Niggas, make my shit. <laughs> I got a house designer right here, right nigga. Here. That's what's up. Damn. The so, guys, if y'all want to help Cole live out his dream of buying the shipping cart house, you could always what send us some money. Fuck? That Did nigga it? said, and then you put, man, that's the life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And this, this, then this nigga said, endless pool? Yeah, that's what I would oh, do. Oh, nigga. Like, I would make a guardrail up on the top and just fill that up with, you know. Oh, yeah. nigga. Glass on the edge. You're trying to live great. I mean, I'm like, if you're going to build it, nigga, do it right. <laughs> <laughs> if you build it, they will come. Then you had a little garden shit, mm-hmm. the fire-ass garden mm-hmm. shit. Nigga, fuck that. I'm going to have sand on that motherfucker. Oh, shit. You going you gonna to put sand up there? Oh, like you can have it like in the, like a, uh, uh, fuck, uh, like the sand will be up there. You can do that shit, can you? Oh, okay. I got you. Like a little uh, gazebo type thing. Yeah, saying, nigga. I got you. All right. Nigga. Mm. That would be heat, nigga. It would be heat because it's a metal thing and it's in the, in the sun. Man, you so. be crushing my dreams, bro. I'd be so well, happy about You would have to put some tar or something on you just crush there. my dreams. I'm not crushing them. I'm just saying you something you got to think about. You can't just walk up there with bare feet. Oh, shit going to be burning off, nigga. Nigga, who want bare feet anymore? Niggas, I would if it's sand. Niggas got okay. slides you want, these days. You want sand in your joys? Nigga. Slide. Oh, you want to yeah. say any those? Yeah, I don't want slides, so yeah. Exactly. Slides, you're going to get slid. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't ask questions. I feel like somebody going to try you while you're wearing slides. And those not adequate fighting shoes. You, you, know the, you know the bravest niggas in the world? Niggas, niggas who work out slides. in No, niggas who work out in slides. How you work out in slides? Bruh, there be niggas at Are my on gym. they be niggas at my gym working out in slides. And I'd be like, nigga, one false move. <laughs> Are they on the treadmill? Like running? Or are they just like <laughs> no, lifting shit? No, they lifting shit. That's what's up. But it be like, I'd be scared because they don't be, you know what I'm saying? The grip don't look all that good on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be waiting on the nigga to fall. You be up there <laughs> doing <laughs> like, sets, looking at this nigga. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Uh, dang. And it be black dudes. As you can't do slides. Really? I thought it was going to be Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor had the easy slides. They had the Birkenstocks, nigga. Birkenstocks got grip. Oh, I, I've never. I, I don't even know where you buy Birkenstocks. 
Oh, you got to get them off the website. Oh, for real? Yeah. Mm. Birkenstocks is expensive, nigga. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like Them niggas how? go for like $60, dollars Oh. Because it's made out of their real shit. What What are they made out of? They have like real leather and shit, nigga. They got oh. the grip on the bottom and all that. You ain't never been around no hippies, nigga. Nah. They wear, I saw they wear Birkenstocks. That's what's up. They that was, that was with, in your backsliding days when you was doing the non-potent weed. <laughs> them niggas, <laughs> them niggas had a, had a real Birkenstocks man. Them shits be they. That's all they wear. That's what's Feet up. be dirty as a motherfucker, but fuck it. I mean, it comes with the territory. I guess so. Man, that's I'm still stuck on this house though. <laughs> this, man, my my like. This nigga, fuck a mansion, nigga. I don't want a fucking cart, uh, fucking metal cart house. With you, mansions are very overrated. You know how much maintenance you got to do, how much money you got to pay for power, water, and all that shit. Then mm-hmm. you got like internet on one side of the house and internet on the other side. You got to either get two services or a repeater throughout the house. It's a little overrated. Mm. That's why I want the, the, the cargo house. What's your ideal house? Like how many rooms? Four. I mean. For what? Like people Whatever like bedrooms, four bedrooms, or you mean four actual four bed four bedrooms? Okay, gotcha. Shit, I ain't. Um, I mean, of course, the living room. Then see, I like I want my shit to be modern looking. That's why okay. I like the fucking the fucking them houses that the the, the train cart houses that mm-hmm. they've been making. Mm-hmm. That shit look to me. It looks modern as fuck. It's very functional. It's just house. <laughs> you know what I mean? There ain't no extra shit there. <laughs> Yeah, I want like I've always wanted instead of buying a house, I've always wanted to build my own house. You can build a house and actually cheaper than you mm-hmm. know, yeah. But I've always wanted to do my shit like different. Like I wanted my shit to just have that modern look. The issue with building a house is buying the land. Mm-hmm. You got to you are. And them Indians ain't coming off the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dot that is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> Dot that is. <laughs> Red dot. There was a pause there. I was just making a weird face at Cole. I didn't know how to what to say. So I was like, uh They own most of the land. Do they? Yeah. Right. Gas stations and shit. Chinese are actually buying up a lot of American real estate. Yeah, but they can't catch up to them Indians. <laughs> <laughs> they can't catch up to them niggas. How has your week been? <laughs> them niggas is like way Ooh, ahead of the game. Hey, all right. <laughs> That's how nine living happened. <laughs> Again, you, another face was made. <laughs> this is a, well, we knew that was fake. It anyway. wasn't the Indians, though. It was like you know they fit in the same bucket. Don't do that. The same bucket. <laughs> <laughs> what? How, wait, how, what happened on nine eleven? I want to know from your vantage point. Where did the bucket come from? I'm talking about this, this, they all fit in the same. Oh, bucket. like crabs in the bucket. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. That's why I'm asking like, questions. Like, I'm pretty sure other people be like, all black people go in this bucket. Oh. Like, light skin, dark skin, mulatto, all the motherfuckers. They go in one bucket. They black. Okay. The Indians are all in the same bucket. Yeah. No. Fuck. That's how it work. Two tens in hey, the bucket. How long you, you've been living in America for a minute, right? You know how that shit works. I don't categorize people in buckets. Like, well, white people ain't in the bucket. Yeah, because they own everything. I mean, they, <laughs> they the are the bucket. Oh. <laughs> they well, are the bucket, my nigga. They're the mass majority. Eventually, they gonna num- their numbers are dwindling now. So. You said that five years ago. But, I mean, they, they're steadily going down, and Corona kind of helped out. They must be going to All-Star Weekend. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> they must be a three-point competition. How do you feel about <laughs> How do you feel about this? <laughs> 
night. Hey, the All Star competition hey, is a three point coverage. Hey, I'm not gonna hold you though. When a white dude can hoop, nigga, that's one of the greatest stories you'll ever tell in your life. And then when that Chinese man does it, <laughs> they make it into a movie. <laughs> you seen that preview yet? Pop smoking that movie. Can't <laughs> the make Jeremy Lin story. Yes, I can. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> rest Pop in peace, Smoke. Pop Smoke. He in that movie. Yes, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, but he was also looking for a check, my nigga. I bet you he get crossed up in that movie, too. Man, come on. <laughs> I bet you the Asian dudes is like, uh-uh. Yee. I love this Yee. story. The preview is like, the black people are oppressing us. Like, come on. <laughs> like, really? What is the name of that movie? It's something crazy. It's like Boogie? Boogie. <laughs> That shit is fucking stupid. <laughs> I got it here. Here we go. Oh, God. Wait. Is it, oh, no. That's Pop Smoke. We never expected to have freedom or independence or equality in this country. <laughs> Why? Who's stopping the Chinese from having freedom and independence? The black folks. Oh. You see, you trying to hoop? Yeah. You're right. You can't hoop in, in, in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's Asian. We never expected to have freedom or independence or equality in this country. But it doesn't matter what the challenges are. You run through that wall. Whether you know it or not, right here, right now, you are a coming-of-age story. Mr. Alfred, welcome to AP English. I prefer my stripper name, Boogie. See, that's how he fucked up. Yeah. No one believes in an Asian basketball thing. Have mercy on my soul. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna have to cut it out now because that song. We can cook, clean, count real good, but anything else with a glass. Nigga, you winning! <laughs> you winning! We can cook, we can king, and we can count real good, but then we let you. You winning! <laughs> but you wanna hoop. I mean, you wanna go to the Rutgers and shit. He said there will be many walls that you will have to run through. This ain't about basketball, you know that, right? <laughs> what is it about? You wanna fuck that black chick. Oh, of movie. course, who does it? <laughs> You Shit. want to fuck the black girl? I seen it too. I was like, all right, yeah, that's what that movie's well, about. I, I kind of want to watch. Boogie, he kind of want to fuck. I mean, it's like we're not allowed. Oh, to is that what he got to do? He got to he got to go yeah, on the mean streets the basketball court. This to nigga, get some black ass. Yes, he got to prove his worth by his jump. What I always say: get your jump, jumper right. You got to get your jumper right. <laughs> Guess what? His jumper right. Oh, all right. Watch pop don't get crossed up. <laughs> Niggas gonna be mad. Man, they didn't have to do pop smoke like that, man. Yeah, I was we saying that too, man. I, I wonder who snitched on him. <laughs> too, yeah. All right. too that, was, soon. that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. <laughs> that Asian kid gonna cross him up. We gonna see that. I'm gonna finish movie. this trailer real quick. I'm gonna cut it out. Got it on me. But if you stick to our plans and we beat Monk, we'll get a shot at the NBA. Look. Yo, who's that? Oh, that's Eleanor. He could get it if he stopped staring. As a self-hating Chinaman, I was skeptical about Boogie. I see you, Zaddy. Sub one, two, soup. Come on, back in the locker room. All right, all right. Let's do it. Dao Qian. Have mercy on me. I'm sorry, Coach Hawkins. Principal Kodak. It's not necessary. This is our culture. Alfred has parents who value respect and discipline. And without them, we are nothing. You don't want to know what's going on in my house. My mom, she's responsible, but she doesn't believe in me. My dad is irresponsible. This is the most unbelievable. He's supposed to be black. Yes. All of these things are happening happens to black people yes, every that, fucking day. Okay. Do you not realize that this is the reason <laughs> we're watching this? It's different. 
I've never seen a Chinese person in these stories. If it, the roles reverse, if Pop Smokes was the main star of this, it'd be another basketball movie. But now it's the Chinese basketball movie. I ain't never seen no Asian have pass do bills before. And then he, his dad go to jail out. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. We are not. <laughs> there are many walls that we have to get through. That's why we have this great wall. We got to get over it somehow. <laughs> Stop the Huns this and the Mongolians. <laughs> Finish it up. I've got to represent. I got 5,000 years of Chinese history. It's a lot of pressure. I know how you feel, but you have a chance to change history. I need you to fight for yourself the same way you fight for being Chinese. Yes! I got it on me. This has always been about you. Your plan to beat Monk. So what are you gonna do? I got it on me, got it on me. Have mercy on me. Boogie. You go run up if you want. Comes out March this month. Oh shit! It'll be on HBO Max, bro. I want to see this movie. I do too. <laughs> it looks good. I just want to see his game. Nah, you know. He, I want to see the, how realistic he's it the is. star of the movie. All right, predict the ending. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it to the pros. <laughs> okay. What happens to the black chick? She goes with him, All or right. she just get pregnant. He leave her behind. What happens to possible? <laughs> he get crossed up, uh, hard as yeah. fuck. <laughs> That Who, final game, he gonna somebody's get... gonna die in this movie. His mom, <laughs> the dad, Pop Smoke, the black chick, or Boogie. Who gonna die? <laughs> you know it. It's the typical movie arc. Somebody the, has to die. The girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I see the girlfriend either. Nah, she gonna come back. I believe in you. I want you to dig deep inside yourself and believe in yourself. You got to do this for all the Chinese people. Notice they dropped in. I got five hundred thousand years of history or whatever he said. You know we be we been slaved for five hundred years. Yeah. It's like nah, I add some extra zeros. <laughs> <laughs> make it look good. We got to make it you know accurate. Yeah, this shit that is, is the most unbelievable movie. Somebody I've ever seen adapted. In my life. This is the rewrite process. Somebody <laughs> adapted a black movie. How can we gin it up some? You know, we're making a lot of movies, a lot of money in Asia. We got to figure out a way to get this Asian audience. What if we, what if we make love and basketball, but Asian? But Asian. <laughs> I like it. I like it too. Let's go with and it. And we put it in New York. I, I like it. I'm, we're going to go with that. That movie looks good. I can't wait. No, I mean, I want to watch it. It just ain't believable to me. <laughs> What you mean? We had this Asian lady put picked up a bill and said final notice. Bullshit. You don't know what that bill was for. (laughs) (laughs) Could have been for her successful restaurant or business or laundromat that she has. And then the dad always getting arrested. When the last time you seen that shit happen? I ain't never seen it happen. Bet. I seen it now in the movie. I want to see what this nigga jump a little like. So you 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 keep the same standard with movies with like superhero movies. No. Oh. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you just want to be different now and difficult because it's an Asian guy named Boogie. <laughs> Don't you make me feel bad about this. That shit is bullshit. You know it. Okay. That is a bullshit Why movie. Why is name Boogie? <laughs> oh, in the streets, he used to get down. He was boogieing. Didn't you hear the beginning of the fucking movie? He said, in the beginning of the trailer, mm-hmm. I like to go by my stripper name, Boogie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being funny. So. Why he got to be a smart ass in class, too? I guess he can't be smart either. Okay. They adapted this good story. <laughs> He can't be a student athlete. Well, you got to make it edgy. 
Yeah, yeah, he can't get the black chick if he if he ain't edgy. Well, there you go. He gotta have charisma. To be gotta able to get pull your jumper right. Gotta be edgy. I mean, yeah, you on the you on your way. They didn't show his jumper once in this trailer. Well, he was dunking on niggas. No, though. no, he was laying. Nope, he oh, was laying in it. He was laying it up. <laughs> now, if he dunk, that's way unbelievable. Did Jeremy Lin dunk? Nope. Now, yeah, but I it'd be think, like yeah. it was like one hand. <laughs> Off two feet. I mean, what she, wait, wait. How is she supposed to dunk? <laughs> you like, can dunk. You can go off one travel foot? like LeBron yeah. and step across yeah. the whole yard. Right. If you go, if you go, jazz it up, jazz it up all the way. Man, fuck LeBron <laughs> and fuck Space Jam. <laughs> Not for the reasons that y'all think it is. Like I don't care about Lola Bunny. Fuck Space Jam because LeBron got a crispy ass hairline. Oh, that CG is fire. Man, what? That CG they is gotta amazing. Stop. They got to stop. Why? Just leave your truth. You're not going to. Come on. You can't blame that man for not using the tools available to him to make himself look well, good. Well, do it when he on the field, too, like on the, on the court. <laughs> can't do that. Now. Why not? Because <laughs> he ain't playing the Monstars. About <laughs> 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 fourth quarter, the little Beijing shit started fading out. He ain't playing the Monstars in I'm real like, life, Come nigga. on, Brian. Just shave This it. nigga playing the Monstars in the movie, cuz. So you know the hairline got to be crisp. Wait, the Monstars are back? I don't really know oh, I don't what either. the. I mean. I I, I'm assuming because it's, it's HBO Max. We'll watch it. <laughs> I'm assuming because it's uh, it's Space Jam. Yeah, you can't have Space Jam without the Monstars. Right, well, you're right. What has happened with your week? We'll get off of these movies. <laughs> cool thing happened to me, man. Somebody randomly hit me up. I don't want to put their name out there. All right, like a producer who was actually doing major placements, hit me up, man, and gave me my flowers this week. Nice. I thought that was fire as fuck. I seen um, you tweeting about it. I was like, what are you talking about? Nobody give my flowers. Yeah, about? man. He gave me my flowers, man. He just kind of was like, asked me how I was, and mm-hmm. just kind of, just kind of seen where I was, how I was doing through the pandemic. <laughs> he called me a gatekeeper for relationships for a lot of relationships he has, and I was oh, like, okay. wow. I was like, I was like, I ain't never had nobody call me no gatekeeper. But he was just saying like, some of the relationships he has now, I was one of the people who gave him the introduction to certain certain people. You know, he was just like, bro. He was like, a lot of the things that happened. To me, and where I'm at now, what I'm doing now, I don't think would have happened without you. And I thought that was like, That's that was dope. And he was just like, yo, man, like, honestly, man, you was one of the only people who were, uh, who was interviewing people during the lobotomics area in Birmingham. Yeah, man. <laughs> giving people interviews and doing stuff like that. He was like, a lot of people really don't know that or understand that. And I was like, bro, I was just saying the other day, I don't, get the, I don't feel like I get the flowers I deserve. Um, but he was like, nah, man, like he said, you, you have really... You know, he was like, I'll forever be cool with you or I'll forever thank you for, for having the connections or putting me yeah. in in different situations. Um, So he can, he I mean, he gets placements on, on he's produced some major, um, al- you know, major records on, on really good albums. So uh, I just, it was, it was um, a different type of feeling. I felt good. I was very thankful too. And I was like, bro, like I just... I'm just being me, man. I'm glad you were able to do what you needed to do. But I was very thankful and, and humble. It'll humble you. It humbles you. For me, when I heard something like that, like I just got super humble real quick because I was just like, yo, man, like it, it it makes you happy and it humbles you at the same For me, it made me happy and it humbled me at the same time. I thought go, it was cool as fuck. It was just a, it was a dope moment for Go me. a little bit deeper. What do you mean it humbles you? Like what, what about him acknowledging um, you humbled you? Um, just to... Just to be in a position to be able to kind of like I don't I don't really be wanting um 
I never look for credit when I do shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just like my crazy way of thinking or if it's just how I'm built. But if I do something, especially putting you in a situation or putting you in an area or a space with somebody else, I don't expect no credit for that mm-hmm. because all I'm doing is making an introduction. You're the one who has to finish up the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Um, the only thing I've ever, I've ever really asked or ever wanted, especially having a platform and doing things like I do with the podcast yeah. and, and actually trying to do interviews and all this stuff, all I ever ask is just be acknowledged. Okay. I don't never really get acknowledged for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I, I mean, let's be honest for a second. There really wasn't a lot of people who were doing interviews for, for mm-hmm. Birmingham artists during the Lobotomics era around here. Right. And I'm not trying to take credit for it. But no, nah, you, you saw a lane that was open, you took it. I just feel like I just need to get a little bit of acknowledgement and somebody need to give me my flowers for some of the shit that happened here in Birmingham. And I'm not saying that everybody just started their shit because I started my platform. All I'm saying is I was a nigga that was literally going to people's houses and going to their spaces just to say, yo, I'm giving you a situation where you can interview yourself, push your product, and do whatever the fuck you want to do. Push your music out to people. And, you know, we got enough people coming to the website to be able to hear you outside of these Birmingham or outside of Alabama state lines. But humbled, I don't think that word works. It works for me. Other people can use whatever word they want to. I just feel a lot. I just, it just humbles it. I don't know, man. It's a lot, it's a lot of shit that don't, um, how can I put it? My, my ego. I have an ego for certain things, but when mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm doing situations like what he was talking about, I just feel like that's just something that you're supposed to do. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Dude is hella talented. One of the better producers I've heard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I know somebody, of course I'm gonna link them up and yeah, just yeah, be like, like, "Yo, check just this check this nigga, check this dude out." Mm-hmm. And whatever moves you make after that, that's just how you. That's how I feel like shit's supposed to work. So I, the only thing I've ever asked, the only thing I've ever, ever wanted to be acknowledged for is just having a platform and being able to say, yo, here's your opportunity. Here's your voice. Be able to, to, to let people know what, you know, what you're, you're doing out here. Right. That's all I wanted acknowledgement for, ever. You know what I'm saying? And I, don't, I feel like I don't get that in the city. And it's like, the city don't make or break me. Yeah. But and I don't want people to be like, yo, I don't want no dick riding ass bullshit. I just want a nigga to just say, yo, this nigga really was like You was out there. Out here. You was out here. See? <laughs> See? It, it fits in that context. It fits in yours too. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. But um it just felt good for somebody to to hit me up and say that. And I thought that was like the dopest shit ever. And we've always communicated with each other. Um, so it was just one of them things, and I've always kind of hit him up when I when he when he put out an accomplishment on Facebook and like, mm-hmm. yo, I got a placement here, and mm-hmm. I'm doing mm-hmm. producing here and shit like that. And I always kind of hit him up and be like, yo, man, that's dope, man. Like, Pe- keep going. People always respect the times you give, right? Mm-hmm. Like they always remember that. Like you didn't have to take an effort and put that energy into somebody else, and that that reverberates through them. They be like, all right. I remember that time when, you know, I wasn't nothing. Like, nobody was really checking me out. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you sparked the fire, but that you just gave them a slight push on the back to say, hey, keep going. Keep going. And that's needed in people's lives today. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was I was kind of thrown off by you saying humble, because humble is a lore of expectations. Like, you don't belong amongst the greats. Like, nigga, humble yourself. Like, 
that ain't the word that describes you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I look at humbling yourself as as actually sometimes when you when you out when you super braggadocious about shit, man, and you really ain't out here doing it like that. You, some people need to humble. I don't look at humble as a bad word in certain cases. I I see. And I think a lot of people use humbled as like a a bad word sometimes. Mm-hmm. Which you which some people do need to be humble about shit. But for me, I look at humble as just one of them things where I just turn my shit down a little bit for certain things because I feel like that's you that's let the expe- shine. That's that's the expectation. Like you just don't mm-hmm. let a nigga that you know is hella talented sit over there and you got a connection to somebody else and you're just like, yo, like mm-hmm. you know, like fuck with this dude. Like I think this dude is is tight, bro. And then you know what I'm saying? Just talk to him. Just yeah. see, see what's going. Just make the, make the connection, and then let mm. them handle it from there. Yeah, I definitely took humbled as a negative thing, and that's why I was like, "Nah, man, that don't fit. Mm. That don't fit you." But you also don't be out here bragging about your accomplishments. Mm. You just do you and keep moving. That's what's cool about you. A lot of people fuck with you, like you are a social butterfly. You're, that energy that you emit. People are drawn to it. Mm-hmm. You're you're very inviting, and you you reverberate it back. You you spit it right back out to people, and it is cool that this guy was like, "Hey man, I appreciate you doing this, but you was just doing it out of the love that you have for hip hop. You wanted the city. You saw something that was untapped in Birmingham, and you wanted it to be pushed out there a little bit more, mm-hmm. and you did it. And I think that's this is going back to our conversation last week." It helped me kind of understand where you're coming from when you say I'm self-sabotaging because you've always said I got good ideas, I got great ideas, but I don't put forth the effort to make it, you know, shine as much as it should. Mm. And so I get it now. <laughs> a whole week later, I get what you're <laughs> saying. But it, I didn't understand it. Like I have a problem with understanding the way we communicate. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't click right then and there. I, I listened to the whole shit like three times last week before I figured out what was going on. So I get it. You're, you wasn't saying I'm destructive in that moment, but mm-hmm. from the time you've met me, I've had great ideas, and I just didn't stick for it long enough. Man, look, man, I want people to fucking flourish in their in their in their purpose and what mm-hmm. they're good at. Like you have always been very, very good with out of the box ideas that make sense, <laughs> and then because it doesn't go right in a particular way. You're just like, fuck that shit. And uh, uh, it, yeah. it wasn't that way. And I'm like, no, man, like, like just water it. Like, st- plant it, water it a little bit. Like, I know it can work. It'll grow into the tree that you want it to be to bear the fruit that you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Just give it a little bit of water. Give it a little bit of sunshine, man. It ain't going to never be right in the beginning because right. it's a seed. Well, yeah, that's, that's part of my issue. I like to, if I'm going to do something, I try to do it as best as possible. As polished as possible and perfect as possible. It ain't always gonna be perfect, but that's just me. That's one of my handguns. But that's dope that the guy, you know, was giving you your flowers. Yeah, man. I thought it was. I thought it was dope. And I, I just like I said, man. Sometimes I just, I just want to be acknowledged with some of this shit. But then, but now I'm at the. I hate to say this. I ain't gonna say it. On, I'm not gonna say this on mic. I'm not gonna say it. So I'm gonna just keep it. <laughs> no, it, it definitely shows that you d- you like seeing other people shine. That's where you kind of built up BYNK, mm. which I don't know, fun fact for the people listening, BYNK stands for what? Black, Young, and Knowledgeable. A lot of people have asked me, what does BYNK stand for? Black, Young, and Knowledgeable. You got to lean on that a little bit harder. But you also gathered a lot of people who are black, young, and knowledgeable, and you're putting them out here on the platform and letting them shine amongst themselves. Yeah, man. Well, that's... 
that's my biggest thing, man. Mm-hmm. Like I think I've never understood what purpose meant until this year. Like I feel like that's my purpose. I think my mm-hmm. purpose is to help others have a voice and shine and 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 be great at it. Like Instead that. of just sitting around like everybody who fucks with this website is talented as fuck. It's just not having the right environment to be able to flourish. And I'm trying to make the thing about BYK Media, which I did the BYK Media LLC, is basically trying to get. I want people to shine, bro. Like I need, I need, I need y'all. I need. I want everybody to get paid. I want everybody to shine. I want everybody to get what they're they deserve. Yeah, especially the people who are been on the ground level with me since the beginning. I feel you. I want everybody to shine because y'all, like we all, me myself, I I am a content creator too. You know what I'm saying? And I want to, I want to flourish in this in this system in this ecosystem. Got to well. jump on these NFTs, baby. Not for long. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but that was um, that was you know that was a that was a transparent moment right then. Yeah. I just felt like. That nigga called me a legend. I was like, wait. Oh shit. Young legend in I was this like, Don't call me no legend. Cole yet. Jackson, the Birmingham legend. I got no. I got a lot more that needs to be done. Oh, before. you ain't even done. I got you. I'm never done, bro. Mm. Like, that's the thing, too, man. Like, I'm never, I'm never, I'm, I'm never gonna be done. Nah. Honestly, last year, like when the pandemic hit, like I literally was trying to just, I was. If I'm being completely honest, I was just like, I'm letting all this shit go and just be the nigga that sits at his at his desk and just work my nine to five and just do that. Bro, you'll go crazy. But I can't. You end up killing yourself. Something, and I don't know what it is, is like forcing me to keep, not forcing me, but like I got to figure this shit the fuck out and get it to where it needs to be. And I can't let it go. And I'm just, because I li- instead of me letting it go, I, I did an LLC. You double down, nigga. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? You double down. You know you what believe I'm saying? In yourself. So it's gotta be a path somewhere for me and and to 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 help others be able to do what they need to do, man. I think you're making the right strides. Uh YouTube is definitely the main thing. I, I was saying that <laughs> way, way back in the day. I was like, look, YouTube is where the money is, but it's also where the audience is, mm-hmm. where a lot of people go, a lot of eye eyeballs get on, you know, the media and whatnot. Yeah. Definitely doing the streaming shows. The way I I'm not going to say that this podcast is a blueprint, but the way that you interact with the people who listen to it definitely shows that you care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we, we have one-on-one connections with certain fans. I don't, I don't even call them fans. We have, the people who support us, we support them too. Mm-hmm. So whatever they doing, we send it right back out there. Try to. And I, I think that's a recipe of success and you're going to see it happen. It's going to help. Oh yeah. I just don't want to have an ego with it, man. Because I see a lot of, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want my wings to burn flying too close to the sun. You're not Icarus, but as crazy as we are, I don't think ego has been the driving part <laughs> of your side. Ego is all me, my nigga. <laughs> That's my lane, nigga. Move. <laughs> like, I think I'm doing better with the ego checks. The story of Icarus is like one of the. Dopest stories yeah. ever. Dopest. It is. It's, it's a great parable. Yeah. You learn. Don't fly too close to the sun. And niggas like, yo. Don't shine too hard. Glad we on that. Yeah. Quick question. All right. If your if your girlfriend became super famous, okay. Would you become a jealous boyfriend? Hell no. Why would I? 
that helps nobody. I was listening to a podcast mm-hmm. where they just I was listening to Poor Minds. I listened to Poor Minds. They okay. just signed an eighty five South deal with oh, sorry, eighty five South. Eighty five South is sending deals. Yeah, they got they on the eighty five South Media. Oh wow, that's what's um, up. Um, but that black effect, damn. <laughs> Charlemagne, he the did it again. <laughs> um, so they were talking about now that they've hit this point in their career or whatever, mm-hmm. they were looking at dating a nine to five guy, nine to five job having guy as mm-hmm. somebody they can't because those well no 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 so apparently niggas who clock in okay tend to not understand their career now like with them being able to do you know they're around celebrities now mm-hmm. and they um they they don't clock in really they have a podcast that that they do and, and they they're do, working 24 hours they you know so they were given reasons like, he wouldn't understand my job. Some of these niggas out here who, who aren't, aren't where we are, might not, might no, no, no. Like, I guess career wise, like, you know, they hang around celebrities. So I think they were thinking that a lot of niggas who work nine to fives, kind of get a little their their ego gets a little bit bruised because it's like I can't live up to that nigga. Carlos, you around Carlos Miller? I can't do what he does. He got plenty. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know what kind of niggas that they talking to, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, so I thought about it. I was like, if I had a, if I had a, if I had a girlfriend and if my girlfriend got hella famous, would I turn into that type nigga? And I was like, I don't think I would. I've always been, and I will always be. That nigga can't treat you like me. Yeah. I don't care how big that nigga is. You know what that, you know what that is? What That's, is you know, your worth, you know, your value, <laughs> you know what you bring to the table. Right. A lot of niggas don't know what they bring to the table. A lot of niggas bring in paper plates. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand they're useful. Wrong, what's wrong I understand with a paper plate, the, brother? The clean up is quick, fast, <laughs> easy. But look at it, it's a disposable product. It ain't here for long, my nigga. <laughs> it's an NFT. Yeah, well, nah, nah. <laughs> not for NFT, long. Nah, NFTs are here forever, my nigga. You sell it, I still make money. But I think in in this situation, if I was to get jealous of my girlfriend's success, I ain't really like her. Or I'm really having issues with my own success. I don't know if that's something that they should be worried about because I don't think these ladies who are talking to celebrities and whatnot are going to bump into some nine to five dude and be like, you know what? I really want to know what's going on at Kinko's. <laughs> Does that even exist? I don't know. Yeah. FedEx okay. Kinko's. Okay. FedEx bought them. So. But I don't think you should shut down the opportunity of talking to somebody with a nine to five just because you think they might not understand what a nigga do what if you like you know what i get it you are on social media at all times and i think a lot of niggas who not pocket checking and knowing why pocket watching and none of that mm-hmm. shit but i'm pretty sure it's a lot of niggas who work nine to fives that make more money than they make well yeah right now i mean wait till the, the endorsement and the sale throughs they will make they are on a potential path to make way more money right cool but if you're talking to the nine to five dude, you gotta take you know take his job as you know that's part of him. Is that something you're willing to deal with? All right, if not, move on. I never just I don't know. I, then it's a local it's a local female that was on Twitter mm-hmm. complaining about her and her ex boyfriend who she basically I don't want to expose it like that. She an ex because she, she crossed the line. No, 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 no. Okay, he crossed her. Her, her, her boyfriend 
consistently accused her of cheating because of what she does. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she has to go from different states, do host different things, all that stuff, and right. she has to be around celebrities too. Right. And apparently, he couldn't handle that, or he was consistently uh, he was consistently saying, "You cheating on me because mm-hmm. you hanging around these uh, these niggas when you go out." Okay. And he's a nine to five dude. You gotta have trust. Sound like this nigga ain't got trust. It sound like he ain't got confidence in what he's doing. Right. You know, I'm in a long distance relationship. I don't know what my girlfriend's doing at all times. Right. I don't. I'm. That's not. The, that's the last thing in my mind. Oh no! But she improved to you, right? I ain't worried about that shit. Hmm. I know what I bring to the table. It is what it is. That's how I be living, right. man. I just be like, ain't no nigga. If a nigga, if a nigga take you from me, and we put in the work and the time, mm-hmm. you wouldn't mind to begin with. I feel you on that, but it's not an ownership thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm saying. No, I, I know. You wasn't with me with then from the jump. Oh, she wasn't shooting in the gym with you? Oh, yeah. Her jumper was shit. Trash, but she got good then. Yeah, well, that layup of. game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet that layup game is fired. fired yeah. yeah. On Sundays? That nigga is dunking Ooh. on everybody. Oh, dunking? Oh, wait. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so, I don't know. I, 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 I can't speak for everybody else, but for me personally, I would not get upset if my woman or the lady that you was courting says hey i don't think you would understand my my job but then i would ask questions about the job i'm super inquisitive i'm gonna figure out what she thinks i don't understand and maybe we'll come to an agreement that i don't understand it Mm. maybe not but i don't think it's worth not even talking to this person because you think it's gonna fail out the jump Mm. i'm always gonna say give it a shot what's the worst that could happen it don't work and you move on. Well, you know how people are these days. Uh, you wasting my time. My time is precious. Really? Am I? I don't think so. How am I wasting your time? But here's my thing, too. What if Let's it works? Say, what if it do? It, then now we beneficially work but towards see, the goal together. Here's where the dumbass friends come in at sometimes. Because, you know, some women be like, girl, he ain't on your level. Like, that ain't no good look. Like, you up here right now mm-hmm. and, like... That just don't look good for you to be dating this nine to five nigga when you done made it, girl. Like that's you. cool. If that's an issue that you have with, then that's fine. Talk to this guy, but don't shut down the whole situation because you think he won't understand it. And you can take your friend's advice and understanding. Like a lot of people are listening to this Kevin Samuels and all these people are like, you need to have a high earner or a higher. Yes. Do you deserve this high earner? They but still look, listening to this. That's what I said from the jump. We don't need more people confusing the people who are already confused <laughs> in this dating world. It's confusing enough just talking to people. Yeah. Why do you need these negative influences from the outside? Like, okay, do you think you could work with somebody who works nine to five? Maybe not. Maybe so. But that's something you should talk to your partner with. Or if you don't see any potential with that person, move on. But you know, sometimes friends just buddy in. You That's still not. dating? You still you still dating Cole, girl? You know, he just got a nine to five, and you literally are like hella famous right now. So who are you dating? No, well, she's sucking everybody's dick. Oh, well, okay. well, you know, the, you know the best friend always sucking everybody's dick for real. Well, <laughs> <laughs> how you know, nigga? <laughs> but. Oh, I just came out that room. Yeah. yeah right. she, she said, come in. So I, <laughs> so I did. I said, in a mouth or in a... Oh, never mind. Yeah, it was an NFT. Because mm, <laughs> it was that good mouth. <laughs> but no, nah, I just... 
I know sometimes friends get in the ears of people mm-hmm. and just be like, girl, like you need to be dating like this football player. You need to be dating this nigga who doing the same thing you doing because right. that's a better look for you. Like, think about it like that. Society's going to look at you and just be like, she date him? Like, you need to just like level up. I feel you on that. But why can't you date the person that you want to date? And then if the nine to five is an issue, why not try to fix the nine to five? Maybe he has a business you want to start. Maybe he has something that he could do on the side that might contribute to your thing. If she contributed to that nigga, he a weak nigga. You ain't heard that yet. So we all. If then, I got, if I got, if I got to pull this nigga up out the damn mud, he a weak nigga. So everybody's got to be perfect at all times. There's no way that you can ever have any issues with somebody. A lot of people feel that way, okay. and I think it's fucked up because it's like, yo, you you got a shot, and you, not to say that a lot of people didn't grind to be able to get to where they got to, mm-hmm. but you literally got a shot where sometimes you can grind and not really get to where you want to get. I to. I mean, some people would say that you had a shot. You were the, the guy. guy. <laughs> I don't know, man. But it, it just, it kills me to hear that kind of shit because it's yeah. like, well, I mean, give a nigga a chance to understand, to understand. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you ain't got to clock in, but I do. Right. You ain't got to pay the bill. You ain't got to, you can pay your bills that way. I have to pay it with this nine to five right Would now. Would she understand his nine to five job though? Well, you got to go to work today. Well, because they need me. I, I mean, because the lights, <laughs> motherfucker. No, no, not because of my, my obligations to keep the lights on, but the place that I work actually needs me. Right. I'm a valued employee. Like, mm-hmm. if I don't show up, shit don't happen. Right. I don't think the nigga, like, making burgers and shit, but he probably in there orchestrating whatever's going on. What if you work in an assembly plant mm-hmm. or something? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not one to just look at the first bump in the road and be like, okay, this shit ain't going to work. You know what I mean? I try to make it work. Well, that's what I'm saying, too. Like, I, I just, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I, I've looked at my my girlfriend, and if she was doing better than me, I'd be like, oh, here she goes. She about to start cheating on me now. Nah. She about to get these upper class niggas. I guess yeah. I'm back on these peanuts. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, these sardines again. Being Being fully exposed here, I mean, my girlfriend makes more money than me. I don't take that as an ego hit or anything. I want to hustle harder and match her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't know. Understand the grind. Yeah. Understand the grind. There's more to a relationship than what they bring to the table, but that is very important. But that's the first thing a lot of people say. Like, what do you bring to the table? That's cool. I'm a hard worker, bitch. Like, what do you want? Well, <laughs> like that I conversation is going to get escalated really quick because you said bitch. <laughs> but I'm letting you know. You can say I'm a hard worker. <laughs> What else do you want to know? <laughs> Just cool it on the bitch part. I'm a hard worker. Yeah. I work hard. I right. do. I'm trying to make an opportunity for myself. And you, also. bitch. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I'm just Hands on the wheel. Well, I let go because guys driving. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till you run for mayor. <laughs> I let wait, go. Wait, wait, I let go of the city uh, because God's got us. <laughs> Is that why we ain't got to wear masks no more, nigga? Hold up. <laughs> Don't you think it's convenient that the numbers immediately start to go up? They're like, look, Texas numbers are already... All right, we ain't going to talk about COVID. Fuck it. I think it, you you know what? You want to know the real thing that I think it mm-hmm. is, is is really like crazy? These niggas had press conferences and niggas was clapping. <laughs> Mississippi and Texas. I don't know if you watched the press conference, but when they announced that shit, niggas was just like... It makes... It makes a little sense to me. And then, like, get rid of the uh, mask ordinances, too. But they're not saying that you don't have to wear a mask. they just saying we're not recommending that you wear the mask. Yeah, nigga, but, like, 
The mask has been questionable. Let me say something real quick, and mm. then we'll get off of COVID talk, because I know this ain't the COVID podcast. But COVID. when AOC went off and was like, you know, like 90, what'd she say, 97.3% of Texas is not even vaccinated yet, and y'all want to go this far? Do y'all like, know how big Texas is? <laughs> Them niggas is spread out. They not coughing on each other. Like, that's not a place where the numbers is just going to skyrocket. Like, New York got it worse because shit's on top of each other. Like, come on, guys. I don't know. I just, all I know is, I was like, the, econo- the economy must be real bad out there in Texas. They opening it up 100%. That's how I looked at some it. Some places never closed down. Atlanta. And some All-Star place, weekend. Numbers look bad. It's I, terrible. Let me just be but, honest real quick. It was bitches flying out like two weeks ago trying to get ready for All-Star weekend. Just so they can quarantine and be ready for this okay. weekend. You remember like when we was going to clubs in our younger days? Yeah. Like we would be with this huge coat, you know, scully on, yeah. rubbing our hands together. You could as soon as you breathe, you see your breath. Yeah. And then you look over, you see this chick in this miniskirt. Ain't nothing gonna stop the hoeing, my nigga. <laughs> I'm going because I'm hoeing. Ain't <laughs> nothing gonna stop it. The whole train keep going. It keeps going. Damn. Like, damn, she don't get cold. Hoes don't get cold. I know. And God bless them. That should be a song. Hoes don't get cold. Yeah, off off the album first diversity. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Council culture would eat it up and spit it out, and your sales would go through the roof. Through the roof. I love it. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. You have anything happening for you this weekend? Oh man, shit. So, I had the most heated debate with my girlfriend. Uh-huh. Two hours plus on the phone. Okay. Two hours. Oh shit. Yes. It's crazy. Have you ever heard of catfish and spaghetti as a meal? Yeah. Off of uh take this money. Make this money. Ain't no way we can take this money. Yeah. Like uh 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 the dude that was on Bad Boy who made that song had a had a line in there about fish and spaghetti. I thought it was this New York thing. I didn't I never heard I, of I it. would never eat it though. <laughs> Well, of course, you're, you're... I would slap the shit out of somebody that brought me that plate. It's like, even if I wasn't, man, nigga, some shit don't go. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. I was like... Fit, catfish and spaghetti, okay, my nigga? Okay, so we got on this conversation because she was, she was making a pot pie, you know, like mm-hmm. chicken pot pie. Word. And then she was like, yeah, I got some cranberry sauce. My family... No, I think she said, I got some cranberry sauce. No, no. She said, my family is trying to put cranberry sauce on the chicken pot pie. They sell it after Thanksgiving? Right. And I was like, who puts chicken? Who puts cranberry sauce on chicken pot pie? And somehow, we started getting into like how you're supposed to eat dressing, right? So, she doesn't like cranberry sauce. So, I was like, you're supposed to eat dry-ass dressing with no kind of... I like some, cranberry some, sauce. Some people do. Some I people, get it. Some That's people cool. Do. So, sorry. I'm going to put you out there. She was like, well, if I had a plate and I had like some turnip greens or something on it. The juice from the turnip green could get on the the dressing. <laughs> Why you bowing up, nigga? The juice on the turnip greens would go on the dressing, mm. and I can I can eat that. <laughs> and it's not so dry, like just dry as you know dressing. <laughs> What's, mm. <laughs> What's wrong, nigga? <laughs> wait, wait. So I think you in the school that I'm in. My plate segregated. Ain't shit touching on my plate. My Especially food. Thanksgiving. Right. How am I supposed to enjoy these delicacies and everything intermingling? <laughs> the draws intermingling so, with each other. So it all goes to the same place, though, right? I, but okay, it's different on Thanksgiving. 
Because some of that shit be made by the person that you don't want to eat it from. <laughs> okay, okay. So I segregate mine, so yeah. I kind of be like, okay. Yeah. And I just, mm, never mind. Would you Let get the juices this. on your dressing, though? That's what the cranberry sauce is for, though. What if you don't like cranberry sauce? Oh, shit. <laughs> gravy? <laughs> okay. Gravy came Gravy, gravy so, can kind of, can, can, gravy can re- re- replace it. Right. So then we started asking everybody else in the, in the family. I'm talking about, I'm getting her whole family involved. Who likes cranberry sauce? And what else can you do with the cranberry sauce? I didn't even think they sold it past Thanksgiving. Now I got to go to the supermarket and see if it's out there. Dress is the only thing you know to use cranberry sauce on, right? Yeah. I posted this shit on Facebook. I got one of my coworkers. He started giving me all kinds of recipes with shit. He white, you? ain't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could I guess that <laughs> nigga. I seen that coming from a mile away. Well, he put all. This, I was like, I ain't know you could do all this, but right. that conversation is because he don't season shit. So I called my mom. <laughs> I'm asking everybody at home. I'm like, how do y'all eat cranberry sauce? Do you like? Do you eat it dry? Or do you want it with the? Uh, that with shit the is like eggnog to me. It's seasonal. They don't sell eggnog past Christmas. Okay, you're right. Yeah. So then she was like, "Well, we also eat like catfish and spaghetti," and I was like, oh, oh, "Wait a minute." Y'all have two meats? Like, I was like, I'm, maybe I'm not that privileged where we were eating two meats on a plate. But, I mean, like, y'all had catfish, meat, y'all had meatballs and spaghetti all together on a plate. So, apparently, this is an actual meal that a lot of people are eating. I started Googling. I started asking people, random people. I asked my brother, my mom, my dad. My whole family is like, nah, I ain't never heard of this. Asked my auntie. My auntie's heard of it. She was like, yeah, we eat that all the time. So apparently in the, the church circles, this is one of those meals that a lot of people eat. Don't y'all put this on Jesus. <laughs> now, I got, now, look, now it's a lot of things you can do, but don't you put this meal on Jesus. I mean, it's a bountiful meal. No, from, no, no, no. From the Lord to say. No, no, no. <laughs> Jesus didn't do this. And y'all better stop lying. <laughs> stop lying. What's wrong with catfish and, and spaghetti? They, they put it on Jesus. So I went home and saw my parents. This was a conversation I was supposed to have last week. But when I went and saw my parents, we was talking to one of my childhood friends, and he was in the kitchen cooking. And I was like, hey, man, let me ask you a question. You ever heard of catfish and spaghetti? He was like, nah, but I'm making tilapia and spaghetti. I was like, motherfucker. Fish and spaghetti, period, don't go together, nigga. I've never heard of this. I, th- I always thought it was, when I heard the song, it was G-Dep. When uh-huh. I heard that song, when I heard it on G Depp's uh-huh. uh, uh, album, I was like, "Oh, that's a New York thing." I just uh-huh. felt like it was an East Coast I shit. I think it's a Mississippi thing. It should be a nothing thing. <laughs> Why is that, my I'm, nigga? I'm gonna try fish, it. You gonna explode? Maybe, but I'm gonna try it. Like that, you can't that does do. Sound you like can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do. Don't do this to yourself. It Your might, body ain't ready for it. What if it's good, people? If y'all ever had fish and spaghetti, please send us an email. Co-host. G-U-B-M-I-N-T S-P-E-A-K. When I come to your hospital bed because you ate that shit. Oh, is he dying from COVID? No. He had fish fish and spaghetti. (laughs) You know you can't do that. You know you can't do that. You You can't do that. And it's wrong. You go to a grocery store and pick up some fish and spaghetti. The uh, the cashier got to put you on the watch list. Is it fried fish? Yeah. That ain't right. But I've had fried chicken on spaghetti, and it's actually good with, like, the marinara sauce. It's good. I'm wondering if fish is Chicken Alfredo, nigga. 
No, you get what I'm saying? Chicken Alfredo is baked. Well, you know what I'm saying, though. It's the chicken still has yeah. something to do with the fucking merit, all that shit. You never tried it with fish, though. It might be good. Man, you gonna go to the hospital? I'm gonna try it, and then I'm gonna have to try to save you. Cause they gonna put <laughs> Wait, it. The doctors gonna, ain't gonna do it. They gonna put COVID on you then. <laughs> no, they just gonna label it COVID oh. and go about their business. Oh, when I die, we gotta keep these numbers. Damn, <laughs> we gotta keep these numbers going. Shut down the city. <laughs> we gotta keep these numbers going. I really want to know for all the people listening to the podcast. Oh my! Have God. you ever had chicken and sp- no fish and spaghetti? Fried fish. Fried fish and spaghetti. Do you know how many uncles are mad? <laughs> You don't do that shit, boy. I don't do that shit, but I'm I'm willing How to many try. My uncles gonna fight you. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna fight them. That's good fish, boy. What the hell wrong with you? It's you ain't gonna put that shit too, with goddamn spaghetti. It's good you better spaghetti. put some lemon on that shit and that. fucking eat that shit that way. Okay, I've been and, cooking and a put lot. Put the bread and get so the bones don't get you. Wait, all right. I, I'm a grown ass man. I'm still afraid of the bones and the fish. But I've been cooking. That's why you eat the white bread. Why is that a thing? Because <laughs> my uncle said it that was. That sounds like the worst thing my ever. My uncle said you eat the white bread with the fish so the bones don't get caught in your throat. I'm choking now from the fish bones. And you going to stop my throat up with more bread? No, the bread catches the bones. How? <laughs> I don't know. What is the bread? NYPD, nigga? Is going to catch these niggas in my I'm throat? I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you, bro. I, I know. I've heard. My this. uncle will. Hey, I remember, boy, you better get some white bread with that shit. I vividly remember when I was choking and my mom said, get some of that bread and eat, eat it. it. And I'm like, I'm choking. <laughs> that See, knot was in my throat. You wasn't eating it right. You're no. supposed to take a bite of the fish and then the bread Nigga, right I was after that. fish. That's how Jesus did it. Oh. Now I'm compared to Jesus, my nigga. No, that's just you got to see the example. I gotta humble myself. Is that what you're saying? You have to see the example, which is Jesus. Jesus is like okay. fish, then bread, and then wine. Oh, damn, that's what I was missing. The see, wine. I don't just you fuck know. up no good fish doing that shit, man. Like you're making me mad to be honest. I want to know. I just want to know if people are out here eating catfish and spaghetti, and tell me is it good? Like I, I'm willing to try it. I. It's a Man, meal that gonna, I've never gonna heard about. <laughs> you gonna get fucked up? Maybe so, but I gotta take one for the team. Then wait, wait till your small intestines start talking. <laughs> to <laughs> nigga, like hold up, <laughs> wait, wait. What my the nigga, fuck? I dealt with McDonald's and Taco Bell, Chipotle. My nigga, now this, I don't know. If we can do that. This. Don't even sound appealing to me. Here's a fish and spaghetti. What else would you put with it? What can you put with it? Coleslaw. <laughs> Shit, I can't eat no you because I like the I like the tartar sauce and shit with my yeah, fish. Yeah, me too. I, I Every now and again, put the vinegar on there. I put a little lemon on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like You're missing fish now, ain't you? Huh? I Vegetarian mean, life, huh? Eating them sides, nigga. Good, nigga. <laughs> I, I'm maintaining, brother. I'm maintaining. That shit is fucked up. <laughs> And I'm going to the grocery store to see if cranberry sauce is out there. It's out there. It's definitely out there. Past Thanksgiving? Past Thanksgiving. I just don't know what else you could do with it. Some people put it on top of desserts. Some people put it on ham. If you make a sandwich, you can put it on in the Okay, sandwich. wait. <laughs> I know. Now look. Look, this is the same group of people who made mashed potatoes on regular loaf bread with fucking roast beef on top. I'm not thirsting their palates, but I'm just saying this is what they said you could do. What the fuck is going on in life? <laughs> Why is this happening? Yeah. <sighs> Catfish and spaghetti. That's bullshit. Let me get y'all a bachelor. Okay, this week I got to do it again. Let's do it's it. It's not going to be long. This is time for the bachelor update. This week is the woman's tell all episode. Mm. And to be honest, I really didn't give a fuck about it. <laughs> 
All of these women who got eliminated just really sat around and whined and complained and acted like they didn't do horrible things to each other so they can fuck Matt. All of them pointed fingers at each other. All of them said you were wrong. All of them said that you shouldn't have did these things to me in the house. And to be honest with you, they all did some horrible things to each other to fuck Matt. Matt comes out with a full beard this week. Hey. Black Twitter got hope to him. Okay. I mean, no, like, Black Twitter talked so bad about him, he had to get a full beard. It was glistening, too. He had some nice beard oil. I don't know if it was yeah, bevel or not, but yeah, uh, he, he got all this shit. Is he still single? Um, well, this is, this. so, the tell-all episode is right before the final few episodes mm. until he picks his one true queen. Um, Matt is still lame. And still has no sauce. This nigga was apologizing to chicks who was talking bad to him. And I was like, bruh, like, <laughs> so this one chick named Victoria. I don't really like, care. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to put it out there. All right. One chick named Victoria got eliminated. She was mad because she thought that her and Matt were the one for each other. And she just said, you know what? You made the biggest mistake of your life. This is when she got eliminated and uh-huh. just kind of walked. Usually they give him a hug and be like, hey, you know, good luck and all this stuff. She was like, fuck you. Walked past him. And kind of looked down upon him. And he was like, you know, um, Victoria, you know, maybe things could have been handled differently. Maybe I could have handled the situation differently. So I apologize for you just being upset when I eliminated you. But she's still eliminated. Right. All right. Fuck your apology, Fuck your apology, nigga. But she was like, no, Matt. Like, it's just one of those things where it's just like, I wish the best for you. And I was just going through. So she broke down crying. And she was, every woman on this episode cried because they're going through something. Yeah, they fucked the nigga for that. (laughs) (laughs) I would cry, too. (laughs) Depends on how good the dick was. But this was a fuck. It was a dumbass episode. So, but I, I, you know, people. You committed, man. You got to people. Stay. People be wanting to hear my my um bachelor bachelor updates. So I commend you, bro. I would not. I would have checked out of this shit. So fast. the show's actually not that bad. Really? It's just it's just Matt. Matt's just lame. Like he is lame as fuck. I hope nobody picks Matt or Matt doesn't get anybody at the end of this show. That would be. I hilarious. think that's what's gonna happen. That would be the best ending because they keep showing this. This clip of this nigga sitting on the curb crying like a baby. And the the hostess is like, are you okay, man? He's like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> and he just breaks down. So I'm pretty sure like all the women just be like, I don't fuck with this nigga. He ain't got yeah, no sauce. Yeah. So. I mean, shit, if catfish and spaghetti can have sauce, so can Matt. <laughs> Man, stop bringing that shit up, man. That <laughs> shit makes, me, my, makes, me, makes my stomach kind of turn. That nigga said the beard can't save you, bro. That's yeah. like the last step. Like, damn, if a beard this can't nigga, save you, my nigga, nigga. I mean, his shit was glistening, too. It's nice. Had some good beard oil. But you still lame. And it looked like he kind of got a little cocoa. But, like, somebody got to him. And yeah. some black person was like, here, let he, me help you. He got in this. <laughs> Never mind. He was like, here, cocoa butter and grow this beard. He fell in love with his hairstylist. That's what it was. I don't know. Yeah. Sheesh. These chicks do not want to fuck with this nigga. I can see why he's lame as fuck. Oh, well. But, yeah. We only got, I think we only got like two more episodes left. Cool. I do want to talk about coming to America. All right. You want to do that first? That's fine. So, let me give you the warning, everybody. This part of the episode, we're going to kind of talk about coming to America. Are we spoiling it? And we're spoiling it. Okay. We're going to spoil it. If you haven't watched it, we have things kind of, we always have it yeah, divided up. Yeah, so, so, skip this and go to your next timestamp after this. Mm-hmm. Spoiler talk starts now. That shit was some mid. Mid? So, I took it as, okay. Did you want this sequel? No. Okay. 
But I had to go into it with the understanding that the last one came out 33 years ago. So the pussy probably ain't hitting right no more, you know. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, oh you it, mean as the is. franchise. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Okay. Is, I was just... thinking like the the wife of Zamunda. <laughs> uh, okay. But um it was it was just there. <laughs> and I hate to say that because and I watched the first movie before yeah, I watched you got the, to. You got to. Now, here's some things that here's something that people don't really realize. Mm-hmm. The first movie was PG-13 also. And they had titties in it? Mm-hmm. Damn, this is different time, brother. It's terrible. But if you go back and look, it was PG thirteen. I didn't know. I thought it was R rated. The royal penis is clean, your highness. There you go, king shit. Yeah, thank you. Um, so they kept, they kept, they kept everything kind of like it. You know, it was PG thirteen then. It's PG thirteen now. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes saved this movie to me. Wesley Snipes. I thought Wesley Snipes was hilarious. That accent was hilarious. I thought the way he walked in. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I think the way that they announced him and shit like yeah. that. I like Wesley Snipes' character. He didn't have a lot enough in the movie, but I still liked his character. I thought he was funny, and yeah. I felt like this movie was written for Kevin Hart to star in. Oh, God, no. Like, the main guy, he was doing his best Kevin Hart impression. He was dry. And I didn't like him. That nigga was... Especially Turkey. when he had the afro. He was the dressing without the cranberry <laughs> without sauce. The cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate this movie, but it is not a good movie. It it felt like Black Panther, <laughs> but without the superhero shit. Like they were like, all right, let's do what Marvel did with Black Panther. We're gonna explore this all black African nation and we're just gonna make this shit as coon as possible. I think, like, basically they reversed the story. Well, well, we gonna get to the story. Let me let me say one more thing. I watched this in a group setting, mm-hmm. so I watched it with Red from Conversation Car Honors and Rockman from the Nerd Plate, and, and and Leroy from the Nerd Plate was in there too. We're some of the most cynical people out there. Probably not the best group of people to watch this movie with, mm-hmm. but Rockman said it the best. This was a black movie that pandered to black people. And I don't even know how that's possible. Like, they were pandering to us. I can. Okay. Off our nostalgia. Well, because everybody, well, not everybody, but the majority of the cast was from known nostalgia very heavy. And that's good. That's cool. But the story is where the issues really lie. Mm. So now you can go on. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, they really brought like the cast. Like that's pretty much everybody from casting they, was amazing. Unless they died, and Cast- then they added some more people to it. But mm-hmm. and then they brought back your your, your favorites, the barbershop guys. And you I was gotta like, had you gotta have them. They they didn't bring uh Soul Glow. I was hoping I could think see- Eric LaSalle was just like I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, probably. So. He was like I'm too good. Yeah. And um, they did a whole. Flashback with Eddie and Arsenio being de-aged. They used the de-aging technique. Yeah, that shit looked kind of weird, but it was good. It was good. So Paramount... That wasn't believable. It wasn't. But Paramount sold this movie, or they bought this movie for a hundred... No, Paramount sold it to Amazon Amazon for a hundred and twenty-five million dollars. A hundred and twenty-five million dollars. You think that was worth it? Yeah. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because a lot of shit didn't leak from the movie. 
The True. trailers was very short and very like only these things are happening. Oh, you yeah. had you got a son, uh, Hakeem. Oh no, yeah, I'm going and. Watching the trailers, I thought he would spend more time in New York. Yeah, but they it was, was like, fuck New York. Yeah, it was basically just like, it should have been called Coming to Zamunda. <laughs> that would have been cool, but they got to play off the you know established name. I'm wondering, I asked this question also. I was like, was this movie filmed during COVID? They just missed it. Okay. Uh, I watched Eddie Murphy's interview with uh, Today Show. Uh-huh. He said when they wrapped they wrapped about a week or two before the pandemic hit. Why is this movie so claustrophobic? Like, everything felt so close and closed in. It felt like they were on sets, but it just felt really, really low budget. Mm-hmm. For $125 million. That's a, well, maybe they had to pay all those actors. That's probably what happened. And they did it on Tyler Perry Studios. Oh, well, there you go. So, I mean. Oh, and wasn't that Rick Ross's house? Yeah, that was, that was his mansion, the mansion that they was in. And he was in it too, like, okay. I just, and then, so making Hakeem like the technically like the bad guy because Hakeem was like, my, I got to make my son marry his daughter so we don't have a war. I don't get assassinated. Explain the story because <laughs> the story that's where I have so, the most issues. All right, so Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Is still Prince Hakeem. Mm-hmm. His dad is about to die. No, his dad's like, hey, man. Well, he was on his deathbed. Everybody was like, you know, he's doing well right now and all this other stuff. And he's got three daughters. And we, I mean, we get to a point in this movie where it's like, he ain't doing so good. And he's about to become king. Yeah. And he's like. I want to have my funeral now. Yeah. Which I thought that was. that was That's Even though Morgan Freeman. Made the shit way better. I like Morgan Freeman when he was he was talking through the shit. And I will say Morgan Freeman ain't looking too good in that movie. Nah, I was kind of worried. I was like, damn, not Morgan. Shit, Morgan Freeman, hundred fifty eight years old. Yeah, I'm I mean old. he's still fucking, but he looked old in this movie. I he's was still like, fucking. This is the first time Morgan Freeman actually looked old. Like I've seen Morgan Freeman as old Morgan Freeman my whole life, and now he's looking old. <laughs> he fucking though. He's still fucking. Somebody fucking him. See Alice. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Do what you do. Blue Chew. We find out that, that General Easy is going to, has plans to take over Zumunda or assassinate Hakeem. Okay. General Izzy is from Nexteria. Yeah. Nextoria. Yeah. All right, my nigga. Come on, bro. That's the best we can do. Yeah, I know. Tyler Perry Studios, $125 million, and this is the best writing we can come up with. I mean. I'm from Nextoria. So so Eddie Murphy said that they worked on, (laughs) this is not believable to me, but okay. Said that they worked on this script, I think, eight to ten years. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. And that's why it's so fucked up. (laughs) You got too many people trying. It's, it's the, said, the Snyder cut of this shit. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so for general, general easy off his. Then Hakeem finds out that he had a son. They have a flashback and figure out how he got pregnant. I thought that story was kind of whack. And then we he goes back to America to find his son because they have a sketch of him. Apparently. And they go to the barbershop of all the places. The barbershop knows everything. Yeah. Just like in the first movie. But I did like the fact that they talked about um gentrification. Because yeah. the barbershop's still there, yeah, but it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, like when black people was running <laughs> shit, it was terrible. Like when the white people came in, we got parks. That was that was actually kind of cool. Yeah, I like that. Good. Talk that. Um finds his son, brings him back to Zamunda. Tracy Morgan saved the movie for me. Him being an uncle was hilarious yeah. too. That's Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
Leslie Jones is like the mom. He's like, you can come to. He, well, he was like, I can't go anywhere without my mom's. And I was like, he was like, okay, like bring her to. Like, oh, we fucked. And and they bring them. They bring them back to Zamunda. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Eddie or Akeem is married. He married. Uh, what's her She's name? She's your queen. Yeah, they married. She the queen. Find out that this nigga had another son. He was like, I didn't know. And she was like, well, how do you not know? And she was like, well, it's okay. It was like, scamp. well, you're not the first guy I was with either. Like, made, that made sense. It did. You know, I feel like, like I feel like she was fucking back then, too. It is. I mean, she was dating a whole nigga before he came around. Yeah. So, you know. And if you didn't think Soul Gold didn't hit, you crazy. I mean. I knew he hit he that. He gave the dad tickets to the, yeah. <laughs> the game. You know? he, yeah. he was in there. He was in there. <laughs> and um, he was in the system. <laughs> I mean, that's why he didn't come back. Man, the sister, actually, the sister was probably the craziest character in the original movie. Yeah, she, she didn't. She didn't come back. Well, yeah, but she she messed with uh, Soul Glow dude and uh, Hakeem Simi. and yeah. Simi. Well, not Hakeem. She, was like, she grabbed his dick in the game. Right. She was like, "Why is everybody crying to him? He's, He's not, not the king or the prince. He is." But yeah, classic. So his son has to go through these trials and. All this other shit so he can prove that he's a prince. Made no sense at all. And then Tiana Taylor. Oh, Lord. Tiana, Tiana Taylor saved the movie also. She was so bad. She was like, yeah, I'm with it. I didn't like her portrayal of the princess, but then I remembered who her mom was in mm-hmm. the first movie. And like that interaction that Eddie had with his mom, you know, when he was about to marry her, is like, so what kind of music do you like? And yeah. she was like, whatever you like, my king. You know, it's right. Like, Oh, okay, so she's doing the same shit. Right. Made more sense. I lost the context well, the at that moment. General E's sister is... Yeah, the princess, the princess that, that he was, didn't... Yeah. You know, she was still barking like a dog right. and hopping on one I foot. didn't like that joke. I mean, it made sense. He lifted the curse, though. Great. It wasn't a curse. She is obedient. It was just... I mean, Tiana Taylor was the same way, too. Stay right here. Okay. And then we get a side story with, like, uh, Hakeem's oldest daughter wanting to be mm-hmm. queen mm-hmm. next up because she feels like it's her birthright because technically they didn't know about this nigga. Mm-hmm. And we get that whole side story about her being jealous of her, of her brother. And then we get this whole story of Hakeem hmm. being the same type of king that his dad was. Like he My and, son works? Yeah, like he, well, he basically was like, no, like you marry her so we can have this. It's tradition. Yeah. You have to honor tradition. And I was like, why is it so easy for this nigga to do that shit when nigga, you just broke tradition your damn and self? And that's what, that's the whole crux of this whole movie for me. If they had explored that breaking of tradition is the whole common to America story, then this movie, the sequel would have been way better. But they focused too much time on the comedy things. Like, oh, this movie's got this person and that person and this person. It seems like they didn't take the subject matter serious enough. Like, the reason Next Dorier was going to attack Zumunda is because the trade routes were shut down and Next Dorier was struggling and they was living in, in squalor, but everybody had shake weights. What? Yeah, Shit didn't make no sense to me. Yeah. So... <laughs> If they had a focus on like, okay, Zamunda is profitable, is making money, is good, but our neighbor country is struggling, and if we unite the two countries together, this other place will profit. I don't think they explored that enough. And then the fact that the whole first movie was breaking up traditions, the second movie is, okay, we're going to change tradition because this king is clearly not deserving. I mean, this prince is clearly not deserving to run this whole country. He's a fish out of water, but in reverse, 
this shit does not need to happen. So we should focus on the women who clearly they can't own their own businesses. They got to be servants. That was weird too. I was like, huh? But see, that's the things they should have explored more of. It's like, all right. They should have had a scene where Hakimi was walking through Zamunda, Zamunda showing his his son, like, hey, this is Zamunda. And the son should have said, well, why is this that way? And then Hakimi would have to explain it. Well, this is tradition. You know, that's built. That's world building. That's a scene that should have been in this movie to kind of tell the, the audience what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And we, wa- we would all understand the motivation of those characters. So once you get to the end where the daughter was like, all right, something has to change. Her breaking of tradition would have been the same way her father did when he did, he said, "I don't want to marry this chick," but they didn't do that. Mm. I, I just it's it was just weird that like Hakeem was just like, "Oh no, we have to stick to tradition." And I was like, "Nigga, you literally broke tradition last movie." Yeah. And then it took it was even crazier that his wife had to remind him of that shit. Right. It's like, nigga, you you live this life. See the you live this fucking life, nigga. But see, that's the thing. All right. So his motivation was he didn't want to disappoint his father. That was his dying wish. Well, and he didn't want to get assassinated either. Well, I understand. But his his father said, You're soft. You're gonna get assassinated. Maybe a week, maybe a month. I didn't like that either. I didn't like that. It was forced. A, a lot of things in his movie felt forced. But when he says that, when he realizes that that's his motivation for why his actions are, that he's now going to change and break tradition and be like, well, now I have a son. We can fix things. We're going to go back to the way it was. We're going to bring that next Doria up. It just doesn't make sense. It made me feel like Hakeem was acting out of fear. Well, yeah, this Hakeem was not the Hakeem we knew 30 years ago. Yeah, but like. But we don't know what changed him. Like he was he was the the guy who was going to change Zamunda. You know what I mean? You know what? I, something else I didn't like about this movie mm-hmm. when he was mopping the floor and he was like, "I was mopping." And he was like, "Back." It was a time where I used to like. It's a certain piece with that. I was like, "No." I connected with that because everything was going crazy in his life. His wife kicked him out of his house. He got banished out of his home room. Yeah. How does the king get banished out of his bedroom? But it happened. But that shows that he's so compassionate towards his wife that he's not gonna like. He told her to watch her tone or whatever, and she snapped back at him. And all right, so he, but that ain't even Hakeem. But that is the Hakeem. He's changed. What they were trying to say is he is now his father. Right. He's so stern and stuck in his ways. But he was the same character who was changing everything back in the day. And so what happened? There, there should have been another scene that showed us that Hakeem turned a blind eye to all this other shit that was going on in Zamunda to make him focus on just being the king. But that didn't happen. So. When he goes to mop, I like that he humbled himself and he brought himself back down to ground floor. He's mm. like, let me look at what I'm doing. Let me see where I, I messed up. And I think that's where the movie kind of started getting a little bit better for me because mm. he talked to, damn, uh, um, I almost called him Mr. Washington. He talked to uh, Mr. Mr. McDowell. McDowell. And, you know, the McFlurby, that was kind of cool. I thought that was cool too. Yeah. And, and so that little talk was like, hey, man, your mom was the most important one. She was always the most She was level. the wisest one. Right. But they, they're setting a, a trend that, hey, the women throughout this whole story are the ones that y'all really need to listen to because mm-hmm. the men have been failing Zamunda for forever. Mm-hmm. Again, that's world building and motivational building for the whole story. And it broke tradition because yeah. he was like, my son is just going to be an ambassador for right. Brooklyn. You're going to take the crown when, right. I, when, I, when I pass. Yeah. And, and it was like, oh. That was the best ending that you could get. I think it it is a great story. It just didn't execute the right way. Yeah. Like if it was a couple scenes that needed to happen, 
Maybe they cut it out for time because they were trying to cram so many, you know, actors in it, mm. which is cool. Like I like seeing everybody. I was like, oh my god, this person's in. I it. I was like, you brought, you got Mr. McDowell, nigga. Oh. Gladys Knight was in this bitch. Yeah, and shit, man. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful to see all these people in this movie together. Like I was getting a check. One problem I had: why the fuck was Nav Green in this movie? Yeah, nobody knows who Nav Green is. I mean, unless you watch 85 South. <laughs> right. Why the fuck was Nav Green in this movie? Because that nigga was there. Well, they did it in Atlanta. So, yeah. I mean, I guess he was there. Maybe Nav Green is a writer and I just don't know. Probably. But He's probably smarter than what we think he is. He probably is. He's a funny comedian, but I just didn't know why he was there. And I didn't like the main Eddie son guy. They could have got somebody Yeah, I was like, who? I was like, he just, he dry, bro. Who like, is that? Jay Farrell could have did that. Somebody. The ri- oh, so Eddie Murphy in one of his interviews said the original story was supposed to be Tracy Morgan was supposed to be his son. Really? But he was like, they look too close to in age. Same age, age yeah. <laughs> so, Tracy Morgan. But he was like, Eddie Murphy originally wanted Tracy Morgan to be his son. That would have been fu- man, man. Tracy Morgan's too Brooklyn for this shit. I would have died laughing. That would have been a great story though. Oh man. But he was like, they was like, nah, I don't, you know, but. I don't know. I, I just thought the movie was was very mediocre. It's not a timeless classic, but at the same time, you can't touch these classic movies and think you're going to get that same result. I'm tired. And you know, I don't know if you heard, but Netflix is already greenlit Beverly Hills Cop 4. Like, it's coming to Netflix as soon as they finish up with the script. Why That's not? Great. Fuck it. Let's do it all. Stop. Let's just do it all. Stop it. What else can we dig up? What else? Terminate? No, we didn't did that too many times. Oh, God. Fuck, they doing Mighty Ducks, nigga. Why not? Nigga, I seen... I wanted to be so good, I so seen bad. a goddamn... Uh, what was that commercial? It got the fucking thing... Gazoo? Gazoo? No. The, don't, the critters, you can't feed them after midnight. What is it? Gizmo? 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 Gizmo was in a the commercial. The Gremlins? Well, not the Gremlins, but Gizmo's in a commercial. Oh, shit. And I think the main kid that was there was also with them, and I was like, why is this here? But... Why not? Let's make that too. No. New we need new things. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we can make it once and we get it wrong. We can redo it again and sell it again. We can just copy it. Snyder and just cut. it. Snyder cut everything. So Snyder cut is I want the, the Snyder cut it. version of every movie I've ever Independence Day need a Snyder cut. Two hours extra. <laughs> Truth be told, that movie's really not that great to me. What the, uh, what? Like it gets kind of boring it in, in some of the parts. Like once he punched after he punched that alien out, it kind of gets drawn out a little bit. Hmm. That shit know. slows the fuck down. Wait, is that the same? Is that before the alien was like release me, or is that after? You you, I'll have to watch it again. Yeah, I when got it, you. once the once they bring the fucking that one of the ships go down and like the alien's still in there, he's like, and Bruce Willis was like, bitch. And he like, oh. But you know the funny part is he didn't actually punch the alien. He punched the exosuit. <laughs> like the alien was inside the right. exosuit, so Will Smith is that strong he can punch out. All right. I mean, it was, it was, we, we, we ain't gonna ask. It questions. was Will. It was Will's summer. We remember, Welcome to America. You remember every year Will Smith was, it was like a summer blockbuster. It was a summer blockbuster for Will Smith. They were every good up until year. Wild Wild West. Yeah, we going straight to the blockbusters. Wild. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? About Who went in the verses? All right. Eddie Murphy or Will Smith? Eddie Murphy? <laughs> First of all, in Eddie Murphy. In a movie Mur- versus? No, no, okay, in my head. In I a movie see versus. Every time. 
No, I'm doing celebrity death match. Every oh, time, you talking about fighting? Yeah, every time Will Smith oh. would hit Eddie Murphy, he was switching to a different character that he's played. <laughs> yes, I can. But he loved, I mean, come on. Well, I guess if Will Smith did the Gemini Man, you can't beat him. Once Will Smith turned into Fresh Prince and cry, Eddie Murphy going to be like, <laughs> Why you don't love me, man? He's like, Eddie Murphy going to be like, wow, you need to hit like him. Yeah, why you don't love me? Who okay. wins in the verse? So you, Eddie Murphy wins in the verses? Movie, movie for movie, movie versus. Cause both of them got some duds. Like, he's got more duds. I think Eddie Murphy do. Norbit. Mm, Norbit is actually pretty good. I've never seen it. I felt like it was a dud. Norbit's good. Mm. Like the was that say say nothing? The one where he couldn't talk. Yeah, you cast true. Eddie Murphy in a movie and he don't talk. Come that's on, bullshit. that was a terrible idea. That and then that one he had that movie Eddie Murphy had with Rosario Dawson. That shit was horrible. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, they had a movie together. I don't remember the name of Pluto, started, Pluto Nash. When he started wearing that hat, that's when people was like, "All right, my nigga, <laughs> nigga, you know, chill. Like, you know the hat I'm talking about." This yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is like nigga, chill. yeah, 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 that's nigga, <laughs> chill. <laughs> Niggas is trying to be like, you need to, you got to chill, nigga. You got to chill. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, look. <laughs> I, was, I was like, mm. Hopefully, I kind of want, so my name is Dolomite. I need that Eddie yeah, Murphy. That's the good Eddie Murphy. Like, he, all his kids are grown. He ain't got to make no PG-13 movies no more. His kids are, well, no, he got a baby. He, he got like a, a one or two year old. I mean, that's cool. But I want, I want, when he, that My Name is Dolomite, I don't know if you like that movie or not. But, yes, I like that movie. But I want that. Hmm. That shit was hilarious. And he hmm. was, he was, he cut loose and he was cussing and doing all that shit. I want that Eddie Murphy. I so don't want this shit. Did Eddie Murphy change where he was like, I can't do rated R movies no more yeah. or something? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was, he was, that when he, oh. his Dr. Doolittle era. era he stopped doing R-rated movies because he wanted his kids to enjoy his movies too. Oh, damn. So when he started hitting the Dr. Doolittle era, like really like the Clumps era type, like Clumps 2 era, starting with that shit. That he, was a good movie though. Yeah, but he wanted to make more PG-13 type shit mm. so his kids can watch his movies. He right. And then he just had a run when he was just doing kid like movies. well PG-13 type yeah. shit. So he was like, I got like twin kids. Like, I, they gotta watch niggas, something. Niggas gotta watch some Disney shit. Disney still need content. So, shit, what else? <laughs> you remember in the first Coming to America, they had the Mortimer and Rander characters from Trading his Places? His son was in there. Oh, he was? Their, like his great grandson. Remember he? when he was trying to get the job at that at that firm? Oh, he's like, he's that's like, Colin. He said, Don't call me Mr. Duke. Just call me such and such. Fuck, I did not realize that. That mm-hmm. was Colin Jost. He was one, he was the Duke's. Uh, Grandkid or great grandkid. That's like fucking that. dope right there. Mm-hmm. I, I fuck with it even harder. Now. All right. The movie's I, I had to watch it the second time to catch it though. That so. is that is fucking I watched yeah. the movie twice. But the second time I was like, Duke Nigga. Yeah, okay. I was kinda upset that they didn't throw them in there because you know he gave him that money. Well, if you if you watch it the second time, which you They're know, in the painting. Might. Yeah. 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 I know. I, I caught it, but I didn't catch it. Well, that was you. him. That yeah. was fire. I thought that was him. That was cool. Nostalgia, they get an A plus, but the story is just terrible. Mm. Bad stories. Speaking, Speaking of, of bad <laughs> stories. Morphin started with Cole Jackson on the left. Shogun is on the right. Co-host number number one. Yo. 
What is the rundown? The rundown is where Cole Jackson and co-hosts take news clips and bites, chew them up, spit them out, and tell us what they're all about. This week we got a lot of stuff to get up. I only call you co-hosts because I couldn't think I couldn't think up no names. The next week, best believe I'm gonna call, call you the most Could've random came names. Up with some name. I mean, people were saying that that was a good part. That was clever. I like it. I couldn't. I couldn't come up. It's, it's too much. I had to write down and sorry and keep up with. You can come up with something. Oh, next week I will. All right. You want to go first? Sure. Let's let's mm-hmm. get let's get this big fish out of the way real big quick. Fish. Square acquires a majority stake in Jay Z's title for two hundred and ninety seven million dollars. Um, Square, the mobile payments firm ran by Jack Dorsey, has agreed to acquire majority stake in Jay Z's music streaming service title for two hundred ninety seven million. Uh, through the deal, Jay-Z and Tidal's other artist stockholders will continue to own their piece of the business, uh, which operates as an independent division within Square. Uh, the San Francisco-based financial services company behind the Cash App, behind Cash App might seem an odd partner for Tidal, which Jay-Z purchased about six years ago in a bid to give artists more control over their distribution of their music. But the companies are positioning a deal as a natural extension of the work that Square has already done for small businesses. Uh, Jay-Z, um, okay, so my opinion of this is Jay-Z is getting a seat at the Square table. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are focusing on the, the liquid part of it, the money part. I, and this is before redacted <laughs> Joe Button podcast even came up, said this shit. I said, this nigga has made a huge move because he is sitting at the seat of one of the higher tech firms in America. A lot of people was focusing on the money. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was focusing on him selling the majority state. But if you look at this as a, a smart, I, I got to give him credit. That's a smart business move. He took an asset, sold it to get a seat at the table of, of something that one of the bigger tech firms in mm-hmm. the United States of America. Um, a lot of people focusing on two hundred ninety-seven million. Like that's that's chump change, you know. And uh, I'm like, well, all the shareholders still keep their their shit, mm-hmm. and they get to work independently and in, within that company. Sounds like a good deal. I'm I'm bringing this to the podcast because I want to know how you feel about. We talked about Jay Z's moves the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So on Twitter. A lot of people feel like he's selling out and he's being a self he's being a self-serving uh ignorant negro and he ain't doing nothing for the for the black culture. This is not has nothing to do with the black culture at all. A lot of people feel like he's doing this for self-serving purposes only. I don't know how deep you look into these types of things. No, I see. Do you see it this way? Let from me, the last two moves that he made. Let he's me ask made. you something. Who elected to make Jay-Z the leader of the Negroes? That's a damn good point. Okay. Because I didn't vote. Let me ask you something. If you had something and you sell it, what is your goal of you selling that something? Um, to make more money or to be at a at a at a at another point in, in my in my business career. Okay. So you make it more money. Do you take some of that money and give it to other people? Help me understand that real quick. When you make more money. Mm-hmm. Do you take said money and give it to other people? I mean, I'm answering. No, you spend that money. Does it go to other people after you spend it? Yeah, that's how money works. Oh, is Jay Z obligated to give black people anything? Fuck no. <laughs> Does Jay Z have to? Oh, I'm doing this for the culture. Fuck no. Mm. Are we looking for Jay Z to do something for the culture? Yes, because he represents so much. He ain't got to do it though. 
So am I mad that he sold his majority stake in title? No, but I didn't understand what he was doing. When the news and the reports came out and they explained that everybody who's involved and who bought into title is also getting paid, kudos to Jay-Z. Makes sense to me. And then to see that it looks like Jack Dorsey, the owner of Twitter, is trying to get, well, he got Square. You know, Square is the payment system. He's trying to get, uh, it looks like all the elements are there for whoever puts out music on Twitter or on title is going to get a bang of money because you're cutting out the middleman. It's going straight to him. Seemed like a good idea. I can't poke holes into this unless I'm looking at it so narrow view where it's like, you ain't doing enough for the black community. So, okay. One, you're correct. Mm. Two, I look, I read a couple different stories. Um, I went to Variety to actually kind of get the, because they gave me the best one. Right. So what a lot of people aren't looking at is, one, Jay-Z gets a seat at the table at Square. Is I, that is that is the, the, the big thing for me. I want to sit down so, at the table. Two, a lot of people don't know that him doing this deal with Square mm-hmm. um, actually is going to benefit artists by actually giving them more analytics of, of they get more they get to see the numbers you get of, more analytics they get more analytics of how they're doing as far as like oh I square see. has square has an ability to be able to break down the numbers and now artists are going to be able to see like the whoa, real whoa 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 hold up Square, the payment system, has the ability to show the artist more analytics. That's what they said. So Square, the payment system, so whenever you buy something. Square is bigger than that. I understand, but when it comes, okay, how how does Square interact with the artist on title? Well, what they they were saying was they would be able, Square would be able to have the ability to give artists what their numbers are as far as like streaming numbers and stuff like that. They couldn't get Uh, it from title? I don't really know how that, the original... That doesn't I mean, make sense. To, I'm not saying what you're saying is right. wrong. But it doesn't make sense that title wouldn't give the artist the numbers, but now you're walking into the door like, hey, I work for Square, and I can give you more analytics now because I own title. What? That sounds like you got a payment system, and you can tell me what that user is doing with their money. Possibly so. That's what it looks like. But I'm also looking at it from the standpoint of artists, kind of like what you just said, artists will be able to get... Uh, have a situation where I, I'm looking at this move and maybe I'm crazy, but this might be a situation to eliminate like labels. It's, yeah. I said it a long time ago in this podcast. What is the point of a label? Like now you can sit up, sit up here and see your analytics. Mm-hmm. And now with them, with square being the type of system that, that, that can give you money. Like, mm-hmm. like it's just like, okay, well, you know, here, and here's it, here's your deal. We, we only, send it to you. Not only and that. we and you can get it in Bitcoin if you want to. If you fuck with us. Well, not only that, you can also have a promoted tweet. This could be the record. Yeah, he of the does day. own Twitter too. Right, it's right there. Millions of people are gonna see it. Click here. You can watch and listen to it right now. Sign up for title. Log in right here. Stream it through Twitter. Something that a lot of people didn't say about Jack Dorsey also is he was one of the contributors in into building infrastructure for Apple music stuff. Like mm, uh I didn't know that. Yeah, he's dabbled in music as well and he was one of the contributors to doing Apple how certain uh certain things ran on Apple Music mm-hmm. and he was a part of that shit. Well fuck yeah. So I'm <laughs> I'm thinking that this is gonna probably improve title a little bit more. Well, I think a lot more artists are gonna fuck with title on this type level. Yeah. Um I, I think that this is a situation where a lot more people are going to get paid, probably more money. 
you know. Wait. Sorry. The investors definitely got more money. I don't know how it's going to help the end user, but I'm not going to stand in the way of it. Mm-mm. I just think it's a good move. I think people calling Jay-Z a self-serving coon-ass nigga um, is kind of fucked up. We don't know the plan, and he ain't explaining the plan. When but has he ever explained exactly. it? We still don't know what the NFL shit meant. We got the weekend, though. Once he got out the maze, that's when it got <laughs> fucked up. He saying. keeps saying that shit, but it was good. But <laughs> till he went through the maze. The maze, after the maze, fuck me up. Yeah. You know, but Alice in Wonderland was good up until she went into the role. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole story tells the whole story. But it... So is this a hashtag hustle everything for Jay? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> this nigga bought this shit very low and turned it into a profit. Yeah, he paid like 50-some million for the right, title. Yeah, this is a hustle, hustle, hustle everything. God damn. And everything is a hustle because all them people on the fucking app, they got, either they getting hustled or they making money. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, Speaking too. of niggas Must making money. Nice. Did you hear about Grimes sold a $6 million worth of digital art as NFTs? NFT time, huh? Yeah. I, not I don't, for long. I don't know. An- <laughs> That's okay. what NFT mean to me. Not I can't for quit. long. NFT. Not for long. Not for long. It's a T somewhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been thinking that the whole episode, but I was like, I, all right. Grimes is the latest. <laughs> Why'd you crack the code? <laughs> Why you fuck up? I had a good thing going. Not for and long. You cracked up my code. Like the T's it sideways, right. top off the end. Right. Okay. <laughs> Fucked up my whole shit. Because I wanted people to be like, "Wait, NFT not for long." Oh, you did that on purpose, right? Oh, I got you. I wanted yeah, people to yeah. be like, "This nigga." No, no, no. I got you. I got you. I yeah, cut you done cracked the code. I, now. I cut it out. I cut it out. <laughs> Grimes is the latest artist to get an get on the NFT gold rush, selling around six million dollars worth of digital artwork after putting them up for auction yesterday. Series of ten pieces, some one of the kinds, with thousands of copies, went up for sale in on Nifty Gateway on February the twenty eighth. Mm. The highest selling piece of a one of a kind video called "Death of the Old." That involves flying. <laughs> that involves flying angels or something yeah, like that. Right. They 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 look like little cupids. I seen cupids. They, yeah, on a cross. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway, they are the winning. Blah 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 blah. All right. <laughs> Do you know what an NFT is? Yes. Okay. An NFT allows the buyers to support the artist, mm-hmm. but it also gives the buyer a couple of things in return. The buyer may not get to hang on the digital pieces, hang the digital pieces on their wall, but they might get bragging rights. Who cares about that? From the purchase of a famous work like Grimes. Anyway, NFT, I'm just going off script now. NFT, once you sell it, the artist maintains a percentage of that sale as it goes down the chain. Mm-hmm. So the goal is... The blockchain. Well, it's here's, based, my, here's my opening. It's bla- what? The opening. That I did that whole opening off of what NFTs are. Ah, I got you. Okay. The blockchain, you, you can get minute if you... Join my blockchain, like if you join the blockchain, mm. shit, I did. My, you sent the video, and I, mm-hmm. I went, I dug, and yeah, I was trying was to get knowledgeable about it. That's what I wanted. But you, you, you go through the blockchain to get minted. Yes. You get minted, and then I you can get crypto, sir, cryptocurrency mm-hmm. type shit, which is the NFT shit. So Grimes isn't the only artist to have made out big on the NFT. Digital artist Bleeper sold three point <laughs> five million dollars worth of art through Nifty Gateway Jeez. last year. The artist behind. Nyan Cat, Nyan Cat is N Y A N Cat made around six hundred thousand dollars of electro. Anyway, niggas is making millions of dollars off of gifs, gifs, 
bump maps, and JPEGs. So here to explain better what an NFT is, I got a little video. So I'm going to describe what an NFT is in the most basic terms I can. NFT stands for non-fungible token. Fungible means something is able to be exchanged or substituted and will hold the same value. It's interchangeable, like the dollar, gold, casino chips, Bitcoin, Ethereum, or frequent flyer loyalty points. If I lend you $10 cash and you return to me two $5 banknotes, I'm fine with that because even though they are different, they hold the same total value. They're fungible. So non-fungible obviously means it's an asset that can't be substituted. It has unique attributes that make it different from something else in the same asset class, like a painting, a theater ticket, a house, a video game skin, a trademark, or a crypto kitty, which was the first real use case to take off on the Ethereum blockchain in 2017. Some of these assets are physical and tangible, and others are digital and intangible. So NFTs are non-fungible tokens. Token refers to a digital certificate stored on a secure distributed database called a blockchain. So NFTs are digital assets, publicly verifiable intellectual property authenticated on a blockchain. The NFT space will continue to grow in the coming years with some popular use cases being digital art, virtual land, gaming, collectibles, finance, and much more. All right. So I found I, this is my first time hearing about NFTs last week. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that came to my mind was like podcasting It's digital art. To me, it is. I mean, you got the artwork that you create for the show. The stuff that's being said, the actual, you know, show itself. You give it out for free or you could have a subscription service where you're charging people. Why can't we make government name podcast into an NFT? It seems like you can. Because mm. like I said, you have to join a, put it on a block. It has to get minted and then we, we can mm. sell specific, from my understanding, and like this is just my crazy mind, not anybody else saying this, but from my understanding, like we can basically just kind of sell the pod specific episodes as long as it's minted to people for whatever price that we yeah. feel is possible, and then we can double our value when it's I guess if they want to resell it or some shit like that. Well, yeah, my main thing is you got to trademark it, but this is also giving digital goods a value, right? Which is mind blowing for me because if you think about the the gaming audience a lot of you know hardcore gamers who are collectors and whatnot they're like i don't like the digital aspect of gaming because i'm losing the value of my game like i no longer own it but now if you give it an nft value if you trade that game back in it has its own inherent value and then the, just everybody makes money off of it i think this is going to create a stock market that's going to be more volatile than the stock market that we're already doing off of tangible things. I thought that same thing. Yeah. Like, I was like, this can, this can. Sounds it's, good. It's kind of, but it. Sounds crazy. It ain't got a lot of rules. It's got a lot of, yeah. yeah. It ain't got a lot of rules. You feel yeah. me? Like, it's the Wild West out here with some of this shit. <laughs> it was new, so that's what happened. Exactly. So, it's like, I get it, and I know it's the future. What happens when Anonymous gets involved? Not only Anonymous, like hackers can 
No, a blockchain stops you from being able to hack the things. Stops you, supposed to. But we've seen what anonymous can do. Man, what 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 they at? Oh, they wait until the next like big thing happens, and then they, they, <laughs> they ain't say shit the whole Trump presidency. <laughs> that knew that nigga was leaving. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, that, yeah. did anonymous turn into Q Q and Oh, just just that's probably one of the best Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> evolutions ever. No, no, no. I, I like anonymous. <laughs> that was that was way better. That Pokemon evolution, nigga. <laughs> I choose you. Nah, I'm throw that back. <laughs> you and like That's like a magic card, nigga. I don't want this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Get out of here. Try to beat that. Try to beat Q and on Pikachu. Mm. <laughs> but now, Pokemon trading cards are NFTs. It was just like I said last week. Mm. People are buying like NBA moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's an NFT shit, right? And it's, I was like, that's crazy. This to shit me. is mind blowing. I don't know how it works, but because both people have to sign. Oh wait, I think I had one more thing. Sorry. Why are we making up different currencies? Why not? Like, I know the value of a dollar ain't shit, but yeah. these cryptocurrencies are kind of getting out of hand because people are just making, like, you know, Yachty got one. Lil Yachty got a cryptocurrency. Yeah, you can make a cryptocurrency, but this is making anything valuable. If you put a value towards anything, you could sell anything. Like, what would be the craziest thing you would sell? Just Digi- something that, digital? yeah, digital. Oh, some some crap, uh, crappy raps that I, I've, I've recorded? Yeah, what about tweets? Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey has listed his first ever tweet for sale, with bids reaching $2.5 million, 1.8 million pounds. Just setting up my TWTTR, the post, sent from Mr. Dorsey's account in March 2006, reads, It will be sold as a non-fungible token, NFT, a unique digital certificate that states who owns a photo, video or other form of online media but the post will remain publicly available on Twitter even after it has been auctioned off. The buyer will receive a certificate, digitally signed and verified by Mr. Dorsey, as well as the metadata of the original tweet. The data will include information such as the time the tweet was posted and its text contents. Most of this information, however, is already publicly available. The tweet was listed for sale on Valuables by Cent, a tweets marketplace that was launched three months ago. You this can sell a, tweets. This is a hashtag hustle. <laughs> this is a hustle. This is the, this is a hashtag hustle. The everything. greatest hustle ever. It's better than Jay Z. No, no, it's not the greatest hustle. But it's 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 a future proof hustle because everybody's eating on this. The government getting involved somehow. They are gonna it's figure out chain. a way. I don't, that's decentralized. They'll figure out a way. <laughs> like the government's so crafty. You know what I'm saying when the it comes to so when it comes to currency. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all don't wear those masks no more. No, when it comes to money, <laughs> oh. them niggas find a way to tap in, bro. Well, it, it takes topple whole governments. That's how they tap in. I mean, okay. So you anybody think you, who tried to you think the Jack, dollar you is think no Jack Dorsey is above the law? They'll figure out a way to get this nigga fucked up, even if they got to plant some shit on. You know Russian, how they sprinkle crack on black Russian folks? Spy, Russian spies. They'll get him. Russian spies. Or what that was the Facebook it. shit? The Facebook shit was uh, Russian it, spies. Elect e. What was it? Uh, uh, e, what was it? Mm-hmm. Ipedia. Whatever the fuck that shit was. What? I forgot. Cambridge. Yeah, Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> yeah. Ipedia. I don't yeah, know. I, you was there. You was. <laughs> it was you were so close. You was like on Mars. Right. Like man. It was in Uranus. <laughs> no. <it wasn't>. <laughs> <laughs> They'll figure out a way to get in this. And I'm not saying I hope they do. I'm yeah. just saying some of this shit is getting a little. Once shit gets so popular or, mm-hmm. or a lot of lot stylized, There's not much you can do when go- it's decentralized, though. It's not tied. It's to the anything. government, bro. These niggas know how to plant crack on you. 
yeah. without you knowing. CIA is still alive. They just don't talk about it. Do, they talk about them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you took my woke moment. <laughs> all right. So how do you feel about people putting value towards a digital content that Hash you can still own? You can download a copy of the JPEG, but since it's not the original JPEG that is an NFT, it doesn't have any value. Hashtag hustle everything. But why would you want the one that has value if you can get a copy of it? Because it's got a cool name like NFT. That is a cool name. Not for long. <laughs> no, the joke's done. <laughs> you killed my, you stepped on my shit. Oh, I bad. didn't know if you was like, what is the acronym? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, nah, the shit was working. Not for long time. <laughs> I was like, all right. This is a hustle everything. It is nigga. definitely a hustle. And, this the, and you know what? White collar hustle everything, too, by the way. This oh, is man. a this is clearly a white collar hustle. It's a hustle. worldwide hustle right here. But you know what I mean. Like, some white kid was just like, you know, fung, fungible? Like, really? Nitty? Like, I ain't, never, I ain't never heard of fungible. I'm, I'm talking about the word fungible. Oh, yeah. I ain't never heard that word before in my fucking life. Because you non-fungible. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm black. I mean, is that what it is? Well, would black people be NFTs? Yeah. Niggas for, 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 the, for life. <laughs> Niggas for today. <laughs> I'm a goddamn NFT. I'm a nigga for today. <laughs> Writing it down now. That would be a perfect t-shirt. Niggas for today. <laughs> Buy this t-shirt. It's an NFT. <laughs> I'm a nigga for the day. I can sell it to the white kids on campus. <laughs> can I say the N-word? No. <laughs> but you can say be a nigga for the day. <laughs> that is a perfect t-shirt. NFT. To nigga get for your the ass day. <laughs> nigga for the day. <laughs> I love it. Nigga love for it. the day. Nigga, we need to make them t-shirts for I know, real. man. I got to go and get this fucking... Nigga it's been two day. or three years I've been talking about pretty shirts. Nigga for today. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's the that name of the episode. That is awesome. Nigga for today. It up to you. That's the name of the episode. Nigga for today. And we need to make them t-shirts. Uh, Speaking of niggas for today. Right. Don't know if you heard this before. What's this hustle? This is another hustle. North Amer- uh, no- Nike's North American head and Herbert resigns at the report revealed that uh, oh, reveals yeah. ties to sneaker yeah. resale biz. Yes. Man, her son We was, knew this shit was... This we knew this was going on. Nike said on Monday, <laughs> last Monday, that the vice president and general manager of Nike's North American division, Ann Herbert, has left the retailer effective immediately. <laughs> she already made that money, nigga. Her abrupt departure comes after she served more than 25 years with Nike. Uh, the company said the plans to announce the North... Uh, North American lead will be coming up soon. The shakeup follows Bloomberg Businessweek article about Ann's 19-year-old son, Joe Herbert. <laughs> the report revealed that he used a credit card that Ann has mm-hmm. to purchase sneakers for his resale sneaker business. Mm-hmm. West Coast Streetwear is the name of the company. It's it said he spent more than a hundred thousand dollars on a on the card. To buy limited edition sneakers and flip them hoes for profit. Man, I ain't mad at Now, that. during this interview, Joe acknowledged that to Bloomberg that Ann is his mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> but com- commented that she was she was a, she was she was at a high point high enough point in the company to be removed from what was what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He told Bloomberg that he never received inside information, which is a fucking lie because he another article said she was giving him. She, she works really, at she, the company. My she nigga. was giving. She was giving him 
I don't know if it was knowingly or not knowingly because he had been running this business for a minute. Yeah, was he getting them off of StockX? No. Exactly. She works at the <laughs> fucking company, nigga. Fuck out of here. But he said that his mom never gave him inside information, like discount or uh, didn't give him discount codes or anything like that. <laughs> Bullshit. You got a credit card with how much debt on it? 100000 Yeah, you didn't need a credit card. Man, all right. She was mostly responsible for helping accelerate Nike direct-to-consumer strategy, whereby the brand was was busy had been, would been growing less resilient on wholesale partners mm-hmm. uh, like sporting goods outlets and more reliant on own like um its own yeah or like its own stores and websites so it can be straight to uh, to the shopper to a seller somebody who likes to resell these right. shoes you know so another story that I got was saying that she was telling him. It was unclear if she was knowingly telling him or mm-hmm. not because of the way the story was. But mm-hmm. basically, she was saying, yo, um, um, in two weeks, these limited edition Jordans are coming out. And he got them. And he ended up buying like a shit ton of, of, of those motherfuckers. And she wasn't helping. I can't. I wish I had would have had the picture. Nah, you seen not, the picture? No. This nigga is sitting. <laughs> he looked like a sneaker scalper. The shoes. He got a yard full of Nike boxes. And he just like. <laughs> And he posted this on the internet. Yeah, he because his business. This, so his business was booming. I think this nigga made like I think he ended up making like upwards upon six hundred thousand dollars within like a week or two. I was about to say that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that was when like when he we first got started, and it apparently so so to understand how big this is, mm-hmm. his shoe like this this article. Was in Bloom, like his interview was in Bloomberg, which is right. for for people who don't know, Bloomberg is a financial magazine. Yeah, when you're doing well, Bloomberg comes they to your like, business hey, nigga, and how, be how like, "How you doing this?" Right, mm-hmm. and he he, he said that, he, he said cocky. he said that he used his mom's credit card, which blew the whole story open, which got her investigated, you which Nike was like, which she. She resigned, which I think she still kind of gets her golden parachute. Is that cool for people to be like, you know what? I resign. I mean. That doesn't excuse all the bullshit you was doing. But see, the thing is. Yeah. I don't think Nike was linking. I, so she had been with the company for 25 First years. First of all, Nike's not. <laughs> they don't care about the resale market. Oh, yeah. They make it. They ain't going to come up on this You ever seen too. that show on Netflix called Sneakerhead? Yeah. It's actually really good. Yes. But it opens the the eyes up to this resale market that exists. People are out here hustling every day trying to find these fucking shoes. Mm-hmm. This nigga got a direct plug to the shoes. So, real quick. One, he had bots as well. <laughs> working for him. Well, fuck two. why? Yeah, all right. But this nigga fumbled the bag and fucked up the plug. Yeah. Like, if he never would... First of all, honestly, why are you doing an interview? Boom. Why are you taking pictures? If you never would have did this interview, bro, you still be hustling See, today. You be average because he was he was like y'all said. Look. I think it was his, was his first month, week month something like that. Mm-hmm. He re, in his first whatever he made six hundred thousand dollars off a one hundred thousand dollar damn purchase. That's cool. You see how Jay Z is helping the culture so much more. <laughs> like black people know not to shine and post shit because right. of American Gangster. You know, he got caught because he wore that fucking coat <laughs> to the goddamn fight. Right. You're too loud, man. Right. You look like a pimp. Right. Now look at him. Nigga jammed up. Mom had to quit the job. He ain't got no plug. She's not going to 
be a loss for work, though, I mean, bro. She worked for Nike for 25 years, which means her golden parachute probably is pretty. She was working at a very high point in, in Nike. Yeah, she going to be all right. This nigga fumbled the bag. Would nigga. you have done the same if your mom worked at Nike's? Hell yeah. <laughs> nigga, she the plug. She the plug without even knowing she the plug. No, she the plug. She knew. That nigga, well, you know, I ain't going to indict my mom like that. Bro. I mean, I understand. That ain't your mom, though. But she the plug. She the plug. She the fucking plug. And then she's making this Nike top flight money, and you making, <laughs> you making, you stacking on that. Stacking. Real quick. All right. Hustle, first of all, hashtag hustle everything. Yes. Even yeah. though he got caught, he ain't going to jail. No, I mean, they're they, they going to get caught. That's how we find out about him. But that's a hustle. Second question. And he's hustling everything, especially his mom. Second question. Mm-hmm. Nepotism? Mm, yeah. Really? Mm, yeah, I think so. This is nepotism? Wait a minute. Let me find the word nepotism. <laughs> nepotism. <laughs> make sure I understand. Mm-mm-mm. Form of favoritism, which is granted to a related. Yeah. A form of favoritism, which is granted to relatives in various fields, including business, politics, entertainment, sports, religion, or other activities. Term originated with the... Oh, Eric, anyway. How? Oh, wait. A term that originated with the assign, assignment of nephews to important positions by the Catholic Pope and Bishop. NFT. Yep. <laughs> nephews. Yeah, close enough. Uh, how is this nepotism? No, I was just asking. It's favoritism. Is it- I was asking, do you think this is nepotism, though? Yes, it is hmm. nepotism. Do you not? I mean, it really depends on if she was willingly telling this nigga when the shoes was dropping. For me. But he was using his mom's credit card. I mean, white kids do that all the time. They got a credit card with no limit? She she's uh, Is this Percy Miller, this, my nigga? What the fuck? <laughs> This chick like was, Romeo? She was the vice president and general general manager of the North American division. Uh-huh. Yeah, that credit card's got a nice little limit on there. Yeah, her credit card does that she gave her son who was buying all these fucking Nikes. But again, I'm thinking she was sitting up here giving him her credit card to f- help him with his business. She didn't know what his business could have been. She definitely knew what his business was. We don't know what she knew. She told him where to go find these fucking Nikes. She didn't really knowingly did that. She didn't really knowingly did it? Maybe he just liked Jays. So how many? (laughs) He got two feet, my nigga. He needed $100,000 So you mean to tell me if if your mom is is the head of Nike, Mm -hmm. you ain't going to have no fresh Jays on your feet every day? Yes. And so will all my homies and so will all my crew. Okay, then. But would I be selling them? I won't, but my homies down the street will. <laughs> but I ain't going to give up my mom. We're going to find another way. Hey, I think these shoes might, you know. I'm not taking no fucking article. Like, why I need to shine that hard for? Nigga, you see these? The nigga made the first month, made $600,000. Yeah, I would brag about that, too. Off a small business, off a small reselling first business. Off, that was not a small reselling. <laughs> <laughs> my father gave me a, a little small loan to start a business of a million dollars. No, his dad's not there. <laughs> yeah. She's oh. a single mom. Why? <laughs> <laughs> he, he works a nine to five. He wouldn't understand. Oh, oh. You're right. You're right. You're right. You don't understand this Nike right. shit. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't. Fuck that. Fuck them. I don't, I don't think it's nepotism, man, because I just, I think he, it's typical for me to think white people let their kids use their credit card and not give a fuck about it. <laughs> for but me, not for that much money, man. That's too much money. I mean, she, nigga, she's the one of the eight. 
HWICs at Nike. Imagine if Nike had an NFT on each one of those shoes. Could you do that? Yeah, I guess. Why not? You can sell tweets, nigga. You could do anything in the world. Speaking of doing it, well, you got anything else you want to say? Hope, I hope that, 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 that I hope his reseller business keep them afloat. <laughs> oh, you mean they're going to use the shoes as a raft? Boogie 2. <laughs> Boogie 2. We just got the new. We got, the we black got people the, are going to stop you we, from being anything that you want to be. You can own a small business just like the black people well, can. Well, that's the sequel to Boogie because the Chinese people are making the shoes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's horrible. No, you know it's got it's boogie too because it's a completely different story from that. Mm, I was it's like, like this, 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 this white kid's trying to come up out of the, the mean suburban streets. The mean suburban. <laughs> so he's got a Mike. He's got a his, mom won't his, let me use her credit card. Right, his, his shoe, his, his shoe reseller business had to come off the ground. Oh, so man. this is where boogie two comes into effect. I feel you. Look at that. Yeah, make it. Make it HBO. <laughs> make it. They're gonna be like, well, we gonna need Eddie Eddie Murphy's writing team. Take a couple years to make this a flushed out story. <laughs> we got this. And he saved his mom from being uh fired. Uh that's I mean why, That's why the father wasn't there. He got arrested. See? He was a drunk. Or a politician, whichever one sounds the Both. best. <laughs> well, speaking of politicians, I was gonna go to another story, but we can do some Cuomo updates. So this nigga don't quit. <laughs> He fucking all the hoes. <laughs> Cuomo is out here fucking, nigga. Do we care? Yes. Do we care? Yeah. He. We sat on this fucking podcast and we talked shit about these people saying he's a prison. People say he's a presidential. That's yeah. how you. That's how you give it to Trump right yeah. there. That man's going places. Yeah. He's presidential. They didn't know the places he was going was oh, inside the looking ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So Cuomo, Cuomo's having a terrible time, and right now he's got a Me Too situation popping up. Yes, sir. Is this really a terrible time for him? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it really? Sounds like he's been he having got, a good time. Think of how many people that showed up so far? Like f- ten, yeah. five. Yeah, it's been. A, I thought it was about three of them. The last stop time hanging with Ti now. You you'll learn one. He should have hung with Ti. At least they <laughs> at least they ain't talked for a couple years. Eesh. I, I was reaching on that one. And so is Cuomo. <laughs> damn, what a damn. What so is his secret? My my question is, which one is a greater sin? Cuomo harassing women or Cuomo being responsible for people dying? Oh shit. Yeah, you gotta I, respect I, the queens. I, I plead the fifth on that. You gotta respect the queens, man. <laughs> I, I, I plead the fifth on that. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> that is a hole I can't dig out of. Let me ask you this: Did you hear anything else about the people dying in the <laughs> homes after it's this Michael Jackson effect <laughs> all over again? <laughs> Here we go. Brought that up last week. It's the whole Michael Jackson they effect. Got a nice little scapegoat. God to body, these are way why are you sacrificing these people. Yeah, let's see what they say. Oh God. I certainly never ever meant to offend anyone. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's voice quavered slightly today as he faced the cameras for the first time since being hit with three accusations of inappropriate behavior. I truly and deeply apologize. I am embarrassed. It's been a rough few months for Cuomo. 
embroiled by scandal over his handling of nursing homes, accused of covering it up. Then, in the last week, three women, two of whom work for the state, have accused Cuomo of unwanted touching and kissing and sexual harassment. I never touched anyone inappropriately. We have good news, bad news. It's a stark reversal of fortune for a politician who relished in the spotlight during the height of the pandemic. Cuomo's humorous and informative daily updates filled a void left by then-President Trump, even one Cuomo and Emmy. But many political observers say that kinder person didn't match the bullying presence that's marked Cuomo's career. Well, I would say the governor is facing the biggest scandal of his political career. And so we saw him at the most contrite we've ever seen him. Critics say Cuomo is avoiding taking responsibility. Lindsay Boylan, a former state official who accused Cuomo of an unwanted kiss, tweeting, How can New Yorkers trust you, New York Governor Cuomo, to lead our state if you don't know when you've been inappropriate with your own staff? He's kind of pleading ignorance that, that strains credibility because this is a governor who signed into law some very significant anti-harassment laws. Cuomo says he's not resigning, even as bipartisan calls for his impeachment grow. I don't think that it's possible for the governor to continue in his position while he is under this investigation. Cuomo. Anyway, so this just popped 30 minutes ago. Two more women come forward with sexual harassment claims against Cuomo. And I was reading it as that was playing and I skimmed down it and I got to this part right here. Right here. It says... Analysts, a former Cuomo aide, told Wall Street Journal that the governor made inappropriate remarks and touched her when she traveled as a, a policy and operations aide from 2013 to 2015. Liz said Cuomo used Cuomo also made patronizing comments, including referring to her as a sweetheart. He would also ask her whether she had a boyfriend and once kissed her on the hand and stood up as she stood up in front of his desk. Um. I understand it's inappropriate, but is that harassment? You can't you can't ask that because you're not a woman. But it, it is right. Like it's because of the workplace environment, you shouldn't be kissing your your coworkers or. Oh any, yeah, you your lips can't touch them now. And, and asking personal questions, but the context is being lost in this. Context. Yeah. All right. You can't say that. See how this is me. This is me. I you, argue from. I'm the main one who was calling this dude an asshole, but right here I'm asking for context. Now you're lawyering you're lawyer, <laughs> you're lawyer up for you. are going to be a lawyer for him now, huh? Fuck me. He's going, they're asking him to resign. They made I mean, Bill. It, it kind of seems like the What right was that guy that, that took the picture of the lady or he took a, oh, man. You know how the council culture has been making all kinds of politicians to leave, you know. Mm-hmm. There was that one prominent Democrat comedian turn. I can't think of his name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he wore but, glasses and he, yeah. yeah I so I, I mean, if they made him do it over a photo, and this dude's got all these accusers, this is it. But I also feel like this is a nice little scapegoat about all them people that died. Yeah. Ain't nobody talking about that shit. I, how do I want to put this? <laughs> anyway, better than Cuomo did. <laughs> like it's expected. <laughs> I was I was gonna make the joke. He is the most presidential candidate ever. 
This is it. He's got look. The last president grabbed him by the pussy. Why not? They said you could. So this guy's killed a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. He's got great approval rating. He's been sexually <laughs> harassing his coworkers. Yeah, he is a sounds presidential like, candidate. Sounds like Bill Clinton. Watch so. your watch your ass, Joe Biden. Okay. Cause Cuomo's coming. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, let me yeah. just say this. Uh-huh. I, I think that we need to start turning down our faith in a lot of these politicians. When people were praising him so hard during the fucking height of the pandemic, I was like, y'all niggas are fucking stupid. This nigga just talk. He the only nigga that really talks shit. And now look where they got him. Jesus Christ. This broke four hours ago. Bill Murray trashes Cuomo four years into the Me Too area. How could you be this fucking stupid? That was the quote. Kissing him on the hand. Come here, baby. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, do you think he should resign? Or <laughs> yes, do you, should he stand that's tall? That's the standard. That's the standard. I think he's standing tall because he believes he didn't do shit. R. Kelly said the same thing, my nigga. I mean, look how long it took to get him, though. I mean, it's, they gonna come. It took him, it took him about what? About some, the age of a high schooler for them to get R. Kelly? I mean, sometimes. It took about 16 years? Not, no, the age of a high schooler. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's too old for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, like, he like him in ninth grade. <laughs> R. Kelly's like, yo. Ninth grade, please. Not a fucking teenager. <laughs> <laughs> That's an NFT right there, nigga. <laughs> Not a fucking teenager. <laughs> That's an R. Kelly. <laughs> Oof. I believe I can <laughs> no, 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 no. That always just save his ass. Not no more. Now that nigga, oh, yeah, his but, ass getting ran. Now, nah, if the standard was you do some shit, everybody clowns you and cancels you. Then you gotta follow in line. But see, it's different because niggas. Why you a Democrat? No, 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 no. It's different because New York. So, I think New York politicians, especially what he he's a mayor, the mayor of New York, governor of New York. Yeah, Governor Cuomo. Yeah, these niggas are always getting into some shit, and they always stand tall on their shit. Yeah, all right. I'm just saying, like, it we just, have to believe all women. Yeah, but that don't mean that nigga gonna leave his job. We can believe him all he want. We want. What's going? What's the worst going to happen to him? For real, he gets dethroned. Like they going to fire him? Yeah, he ain't finna get no jail time. Lawsuits. This lawsuit. New York can't pay for that. I mean, sure. I mean, <laughs> not knowingly, yeah. <laughs> but they gonna pay for the for the for the lawsuits and yeah. shit like that. So what's the worst? And I think that's what he's like. What's the worst can that that can happen? They fired me. <laughs> These bitches needed me last year. Whoa, 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 Cuomo! Come down. <laughs> I was presidential last year. Now yeah. I'm a no limit soldier. Oh, last year, <laughs> <laughs> shit. I was hot. They was all over yeah. me. Now I'm not. Yeah. They don't want me. <laughs> you got to flip Nigga, it around. Niggas was ready to wear my chain. Oh man, now look at you, mm. mad. Yeah, they trying to put I you wanna, in chains because I'm trying to fuck. Oh man, you know what? And this is my last thing. I'm going to go to my story. Uh-huh. If you, <laughs> these niggas need speakers. They need people to speak for them. <laughs> like, it's just like, instead of, and, and some of these pitches that they catch him in, like oh, that picture they had, a, when he was just <laughs> like, I was like, how, where did you take a picture like that? That could have been a video that they were playing. He could have just barely, oh my God, look at your, you know. These niggas need to be treated like, Remember you was a kid and you went into the store and your mom was like, don't touch shit. Oh, I got a story about kids in stores. Well, I remember my mom was like, don't you touch a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what they need to be doing to these politicians. <laughs> don't touch shit when you go out there. But I mean, I'm I mean, I'm stressed. 
Don't touch shit when you in your office. The tests are so hard. This nigga said I kissed her hand. And so am I. Huh? <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> Black people time. Houston woman facing 30 years after allegedly getting a $3.6 million PPP scam revealed. Damn. LaDonna Wiggins. <laughs> woman from LaDonna. LaDonna Wiggins, a woman from Houston, was recently indicted for bank fraud making a false statement to the to a bank and money laundering in an alleged PPP loan scam. Real quick. LaDonna sound like she be selling plates with catfish and spaghetti on it. LaDonna like, sound like she a high roller in the church. <laughs> LaDonna don't date no nine to fives. No, LaDonna got her own business. She got her own house. She got her own car. And she got her own charges now. <laughs> we can face up to 30 years of federal prison and possible $1 million maximum fine. According to the statement issued by the Justice Department on Tuesday, March the 2nd, Wiggins revealed, <laughs> received more than $3.6 million from the CARES Act. Mm-hmm. She then allegedly used the money. Now, listen to, listen to this shit. She allegedly used the money to purchase two homes totaling $725,000. Yeah. Uh, $78,000 for a 2020 Land Rover. And then she spent $63,000 in Chanel. Damn. Other purchases include $46,000 at Neiman Marcus. And then she's dropped $14,000 at Apple. That motherfucker was spending. A state issued by Wiggins' attorney reads this. And I quote, We are very disappointed to learn the government has, <laughs> has decided to pursue criminal charges against our client. LaDonna Wiggins, uh, after... I repeated requests for a sit-down to discuss the matter with them. Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> Wiggins is innocent of all of the charges brought against her in this nine-count indictment, as well as, <laughs> as well as any and all allegations of wrongdoing, which the government has lodged against my client. Contrary to what their allegations are, Miss Wiggins is a highly successful young African American businesswoman mm-hmm. who just cultivate, <laughs> who cultivated several thriving local businesses. And is an upstanding member of the society and, the and an asset to the Houston community. I love There's that no wrongdoing here. I love that lawyer. That is the type of lawyer I want. Especially when I'm caught red-handed. <laughs> With the receipts. How do you... Are you tired of the PPP loan scams? No, this, is, this was expected. <laughs> Y'all were just handing money out, right? Nigga... <laughs> What was that? That all those franchises that got small business loans, you know, them huge chain restaurants that would get right. Ah, oh, come on, this was expected. I, I'm mad that they mad that they caught her. Come on, chill out. This nigga, this lawyer, he is a pretty good lawyer. He was like, Hell we yeah. asked y'all, we asked you guys for repeated, repeatedly. Hey, talk to us about this loan that you just gave us. Well, y'all didn't talk to this us. This is a little too much money. This was during the height of the pandemic. We were trying to make sure that everybody, everybody was taken care of not a second too late she bought two houses nigga. and two houses she got a big and family a tw- and a 2020 land rover she has a big family that needs to go places chanel and neiman marcus what we got to look good and smell good too apple fourteen thousand dollars at the apple store the best for our kids to have home technology <laughs> she ain't got no kids nigga. well i have theoretical kids <laughs> how do you not know i'm a i'm an access to the community they come to my house to get these plates of catfish and spaghetti and also do their homework because i got the best wi-fi in my two houses nigga for the day <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm tired of these 
Not fucking tomorrow. <laughs> we they gonna catch me? Nope. Not nope, fucking tomorrow. <laughs> not fucking today either. <laughs> That's the new YOLO. <laughs> not, not fucking today. today. <laughs> not fucking today. Not fucking tomorrow. You. Oh shit. I brought this to the I brought this to the show one because I feel like it's a hashtag. It's a everything. great one. Yes. Even though she got caught, we gonna have to rename the show the hashtag <laughs> everything. But. Out of all of the scams that we've done, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we've only had one white guy scam get. Fuck. Remember the, the white guy who did the Lamborghini and something else? Mm-hmm. Why is niggas still getting caught if you don't learn street code, nigga? You know why? Because we wasn't in loud in the room and <laughs> don't had you a seat at the table. <laughs> don't you we, fucking do this. We have to get ours out of the mud, out of the stress of our own hands. Is that what that and is? That's what we, hey, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what it is? That is. We had to. We got to do One it. One of these people who got caught was a football player, and former he, NFL player. What? What? <laughs> what does that have to do? What does his past have to do with this? He made some money. And I made some money. <laughs> 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 he was like, fuck out of here. I'm tired of our people getting caught because we want to flash. Yeah, be better game. criminals. <laughs> no, Wait, man. Wait, the white kid wasn't... The the kid with the he shoes? didn't get no PPP loan. Oh, that I nigga got he got it from his mama. They ain't need no loan. No, I'm tired. I'm t- I'm just kind of tired of us. Get- if y'all gonna do this scam, mm-hmm. stop going out and buying dumb shit, dumb nigga shit at that. They bought two houses. 2020 Land Rover, Chanel, Neiman Marcus, and Apple. You looking at the paper trail stuff. big as a motherfucker? That's you swiping, bitch. You bought Stop a whole swiping. house, my nigga. How you buy a house? <laughs> Swiped with a swipe. <laughs> Shit. Nigga, for today. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say non sufficient transaction, but that didn't work. <laughs> not for long. Nah, not for long. <laughs> no, man. I'm tired of our people getting caught up in this fucking. <laughs> Tell them to stop doing shit like this, man. Just here's a here's a cr- crazy idea: reinvest in your business and make the money legally. I tried, <laughs> but the government was giving out these PPP loans. All you needed was a <laughs> NIC number. Use the PPP loan to reinvest into your business and get the money the right way. I mean, who's who's to say what is the wrong and the right way to get this money? Government clearly because they put her up on charges. Nigga, come on, she got nine charges. When the, when is the she, last time she they about to get? She about to get 30 years, nigga. I understand. Well, they're going to try. When's the last time they audit the feds? Hmm? See, hmm? you keep pulling that card. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and eventually the feds going to get your black That's ass. when nobody got shit else to say. Like, I got to do something. That's the Hail Mary pass. Stop. Y'all need to stop, man, and invest in your business. I like that. Y'all need to stop. Remember that. Y'all need to stop. Sometimes you got to give it up. <laughs> got no one to give it up sometimes. Sometimes you do. California Assembly Bill 1084 would ban. I'm going to let you swallow that water real quick before I say this. Okay. Okay. They will ban boy slash girl sections in stores. Man, nigga, stop. (laughs) Now, look. Wait, I'm not done. Clothes (laughs) slash toys. You know, they want to make the toys neutral. A ban... Being proposed God in California damn. would make it illegal to advertise certain sections of a retail store as just for boys or just for girls, including clothes and toys. <laughs> Did we do this story last week? 
Kind of. <laughs> the God bill damn. AB 1084 is just introduced in the California legislature late last month by assembly assembly members uh, Evan Lowe and of the Bay Area and well, who cares about these people, which aims to do away with gender signage in big department stores of 500 plus employees. In other words, places like Target, Walmart, or Kohl's that sells children items, children toys slash products, or children's wardrobe wouldn't be able to steer folks into certain sections based on the sex of the child. It would just be a free-for-all where parents and kids could roam freely to what they liked. They'll also be prohibited from dividing floor spaces up by gender. There's more. Any websites these stores operate would have to change their categories instead of boys slash girls would have to read unisex or gender neutral. We should also note some of the stores have already started to designate certain sections of their floor as gender neutral, like Target, which made the apparent change in 2015. Did you know? Mm-mm. I didn't either. It doesn't matter either, does it? I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I'm done with trying to figure the shit the fuck out. I'm I'm done. I'm so done right Why, now. What's wrong? Everything. Like <laughs> everything is wrong. Let it. Leave it the fuck alone. But Nobody's complaining. Yes, they are. Who complaining? I don't know. People. Why would they put this much energy into it? Zendaya Wade, like mm-hmm. Wade, Dwayne Wade, son complaining. You think that, he played I mean, with daughter, toys? Really? Nah, cause he rich. Fuck that shit, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm just tired, so good. I'm tired, man. I'm so tired. But this is for fairness and equality for kids who might not like what gender their section has to offer and want something from other sides of the store. I ex- want my reparations then. For example, Work on that. For example, a fellow staffer whose mm-hmm. nine-year-old daughter was confused on why she had to go to the boys section to get a science kit. Oh, and if that... Pa- you know, you want to know why you're confused? Because your jumper ain't hitting on shit. <laughs> You get Step your jumper. your jumper up. Now, to be honest with you, now I got to get my jumper right. Hmm. Yeah. Somebody might try to challenge me, fool. <laughs> get your jumper straight. That's all I got to tell I don't want to seem like they're trying to find new things to cancel, but it's starting to feel like they're trying to find new things to cancel. Stop trying to get ahead of shit that ain't a problem. I want to know how many people are actually offended by this. Like, Nobody. I don't know. It might be a. I know. I'm trying to look at it from both sides. It might be a group of people who are actually offended by the boys section because they're in the wrong body, and also, you know, kids are trying to cancel Eminem. <laughs> Cole just. I'm, a, I'm frustrated. <laughs> he reset it. I'm frustrated. <laughs> the nigga mentally reset. I'm frustrated. <laughs> When y'all gonna care about the black folks? That's what I want to know. That, when that, you gonna care about the niggas? Is that how you cancel cancel culture? It's just make them. Talk they don't about give a people. fuck about us. What you mean? I want my reparations, nigga. That's what I'm talking about. Right. I want my shit. We are gonna do a it's, study on it. It's time. No, fuck your study, no, my no, nigga. No, no, I we gotta want do my the fucking, first 100 I want days. my fucking forty acres and a fucking mule tomorrow. <laughs> I want it tomorrow. What you gonna do with a mule? I don't know. The fat, sad thing is, NFT is gonna be NFT because I'm gonna reset that bitch. Mules. I just thought about God that. Damn it! You can't breathe mules. Some bullshit. A donkey 
and I mean, uh, yeah, donkey and a horse makes a don't, mule. Don't lose my point. And you God can't. Damn re- it. But I'm tired of this shit. Look how fucked up the situation is. You can't rebreed mules. So if they give you 40 acres and one mule, that's is this, it. Is this a, where we going with this with this topic? Is this is where we? But look where we're how going? stacked the decks are. Like they give you a tool that's not gonna actually. <laughs> Stack the, I mean the deck. We just talked about a motherfucker who used his mom's credit card for hundred thousand dollars to resell shoes, and you talking about some fucking donkeys and mules. Kiss my black ass. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of motherfuckers redoing shit before it's a fucking problem. It ain't even a problem. But it's the boys. Man, fuck the boy. <laughs> fuck the boy. Fuck the man. Fuck all that bullshit. I'm tired. So let it the fuck go. This is this is my real question here. Fuck. You know how they say if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. So if they get rid of the boys and girls section, does that mean that the men and the women's section is going to go away? Go ahead and burn that shit up, too. God so, damn. Just burn it all the fucking to the fucking ground. I, I'm going to walk into a, a convenience store or a, a clothing store and just find the guy or the clothing section that has tops and bottoms. And then I got to find whatever that looks like it might fit me. All right. Just stop. Just fucking stop. Cause then I would just be confused about every fucking thing. I'm already confused. I just want to. I just want to get some draws. <laughs> Can I just go to the men's section and get some fucking but now underwear? Now they're gonna have lacy men draws. But fuck you. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit, man. I just want to go get some underwear, some socks. Can I do that? Can I just go do that? Or I gotta. Or I'm offending somebody. Nobody's also, stopping you from so, being able to buy your. Because I want. I want underwear with dick holes in them. So now you're mad. Fuck you, man. I mean, it's the front hole. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dick hole, and you can kiss my ass. It's a front hole. Fuck, man. Don't I everybody can't have this. a front hole, though? I don't know. But I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. And now it's just to the point where I'm just going to walk into Target and just get food. <laughs> and, I, and I probably won't. You can't go in the fruit section because the fucking pineapples are mad about that shit. The cherries don't like it either. Uh. Kiss my natural black ass. I'm tired of this, and I'm not trying. I know we're trying to be more um, exclusive, inclusive, and all this other bullshit. But goddamn, nigga, (laughs) like let a nigga get his draws and his socks. Let me do that. Can I get men draws? Yeah. You gonna get mad at that? You know what? And the first motherfucker who say they they mad at that, I'm fighting their ass. We fighting. That's a hate crime. (laughs) Nigga beating up a trans person. (laughs) I don't like you getting your men underwear. Kiss my black ass, nigga. <laughs> oh, now you got to make it all racial. <laughs> I'm just speaking my opinion. When Am I we, not entitled to have an opinion? When do we get shit? When do the black people win? Because it seems like we just don't get a victory. None Y'all niggas had affirmative action. You ain't do shit with that. 30 years. What are you doing? Still slinging dope. <laughs> it's the only way to make it these days. No, it's not. That brick. Mm. Or my jumper. Mm. Now I got to work on my jumper. <laughs> Yeah. Cause ain't anybody finna try me now. Yeah, they are. Boogie. <laughs> we gonna try your ass, nigga. Just just I'm sorry if I'm being irritated. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm fucking up your story, no, I don't bro. Care. It's cool. But I'm irritated because this is dumb. <laughs> and it's 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 not worth the trouble of just having a bo- I wanna know what a boys and girls section is or the man and the women's section is. Cause I like draws with dick holes in them. I like that. Why can't want- they just call it toys? Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, your son just grabs whatever he thinks is good. Might be a barb. Might be He-Man. Might be the X-Men. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> He'll trans. He'll X-Men. You former man. 
done. Uh, I'm just yeah, I'm I'm tired. It's very exhausting. And I'm not trying. I'm I'm I like inclusivity is great. Should this be a state thing though? Should no. California the state be telling stores what to do in advertising? Get the Mexicans out. That's what y'all need to do. Whoa. That runs the fucking... Uh, <laughs> take it from a nigga who know. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Get the fucking illegals out of that okay, shit. Okay, If you want to oh, do some now shit. Now you're going to change it to illegals. I got you. Mm. <laughs> At I'm one tired. point in time, California was part of Mexico. I know. Who the illegals? <laughs> <laughs> they going to ban the illegals now, nigga. Fuck. Oh man! Yeah, we were the visitors. Yeah. <laughs> we was not visitors. us. We was captives. Oh yeah, we was captives too. Was, niggas was like, "Fuck!" I just, I'm just so tired, bro. I'm just tired. It's something man. new every week, man. I'm just tired. They can't have cat niggas, hat. niggas making up currencies and shit. Niggas minting some fucking <laughs> digital bullshit, yeah. and then making up currencies and yeah. shit. Then we gonna get to. And I'm not. I'm not. So let me let me let me preface this by saying this. Mm-hmm. I'm not against change. I am for change. I am very open minded. I'm not against rap. But, but goddamn, y'all stuck. motherfuckers gotta stuck. chill. Stuck. Y'all gotta chill with some of this shit. Y'all really need to fucking chill with some of this shit, my nigga. I want to just buy my drawers. Like, mm-hmm. can I just get the type of underwear I like? Yeah, nobody stopping you from buying the drawers. But then I'm confused because this is just the clothing section. You better, hey, you might find some new ones you like. And then I can't get drawers with dick holes in them but no more. You might find some because that's what's next. <laughs> they taking away the dick holes they for the drawers. <laughs> that's the next thing they're gonna fucking do. You laughing, and I'm dead the, ass right not now. Not the dick holes. They taking your dick hole away Stop. from your fucking You're drawers. It wrong. They taking away the front hole drawers. Dick hole, nigga. Fuck you. And for all you, all you studs out there, they fucking your world up too. Because y'all wear the same shit I wear. Yeah. It look better on them. So y'all need to be fighting on my side and keep your dick hole uh, draws for the studs too. Tired of this shit, man. So get somebody on my side. I need somebody to get on my side for a change. Shit. This nigga said the studs need to be on my side. They like them dick hole drawers too. <laughs> I feel you. Shit, hey, you can't get sexy with your woman without the dick, dick I just hole see your, The end of your movie, Avengers Assemble, <laughs> and it's the studs coming to rush for your The age. Manny Freshes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired. Look. Pants and belts. Co host, I'm tired. The I'm tired of this shit. Oh, man. I ain't changing. But when they you gonna get mad when they take your dick hole away, then what you gonna do? Nope. You gonna be mad just like me and all that fucking well, I'm gonna argue for the other side. No, you're not. Nigga. You gonna be mad. First of all, the, <laughs> the, do you know how often I upgrade my dick hole draws? <laughs> I have some ready. <laughs> I, I got pairs, you know, in the back. I'm, I'm cool. They in the back of the drawer. I oh, oh, you one of them niggas. Yeah. You can NFT them hoes too once they go out of style. <laughs> Once the bitches go out of style, you can end up to them holes and no make front bank. hole trousers. <laughs> they ain't got no front holes in there. None front hole trousers. That little Nike reseller that nigga ain't gonna have shit on oh, you. Oh man, this is hilarious. You gonna flip them drawers hard. <laughs> nigga, everything's awesome. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck! Like I'm it. sorry, I got I got upset. No, nah, you good. You good. That's that just perfect. hurt my feelings. Because <laughs> I know what comes next. I know what happens. That was perfect. I know what happens. I next. I I loved every minute of it. 
I'm going to just throw these out there. They're trying to cancel Eminem. That's a lost cause. Lola Bunny, they desexualized her in the movie. She wasn't sexual. <laughs> she was the best fucking hoop. She was the next best nigga on gotta the team in Jordan. Got to get your jump. She put up 23 in the Monsters game. And y'all doing this shit. You got to get your jump. Now watch her. Watch her now. She ain't going to score but two points, but she ain't sexualized. They mad because they redesigned the character. If y'all niggas really watched fucking uh, the first... <laughs> I'm mad. I'm if, y'all really, if y'all really watched the first Space Jam, Lola Bunny put up 23 points, nigga. She was the second highest score. She was the pippin on the team. Bugs Bunny didn't do that shit, and now y'all, y'all don't want to have titties ass. Fuck you. Some bullshit. I'm going to save this story. <laughs> I'm going to save this story for next week. Butch now. But... Apparently, men are putting motor oil in their penis to give it a larger size. This nigga looked at me like, nigga, stop. I'm going to say that. Did you not hear the dick hole conversation I just had? I know. We ain't going to have no dick. Did you hear the draws conversation I just had? Motor oil in your genitals to make it bigger. But anyway, I'll talk about that next week. And then Derek Chauvin, he's awaiting trial. Do we care? I mean... We know how it's gonna turn out. Yeah, he fucked. Should be. I mean, <laughs> this is America. I, well, Cuomo's still not. I don't know. What else you got? Man? I ain't got shit else. <laughs> this nigga bad. I'm t- I, like you killed. You killed my whole vibe Again. with that bullshit. <laughs> no, I seen this. That shit. made me mad, man. I seen it. I was, was. I was up fucking set. <laughs> because my draws are gonna get changed after this shit. I seen it. I was like, the kids, like for real. We getting rid of the boys and girls section. I mean, I guess whatever, dog. Mm-mm. Whatever y'all want to do, Mm-mm. let's do it. Yeah, just wait, just wait till you can't pull the hole up and in the front of your fucking drawers no more. And and then gotta, you, you got to pull down. <laughs> I got to pull. Down. Nobody want to. That's so you know how fucking abrupt and terrible that is when you got to piss. Yeah. Sometimes I just lift up, so you know you, you catch it down the side. But of you, but that's that's you don't want to do that. I, I have the I convenience don't. of a dick hole now. Yeah, but I'm just saying, in the worst case scenario, if I really need to go and I can't get the dick hole, I just pull it out the side and go. Don't take my dick hole or draws away. I tell you that <laughs> they right took now. My guns, they took my dick hole. What? What? Don't nobody want to pull down the fucking draws to piss. This is the greatest. <laughs> you know, this, I'm, is the this is serious. Are you laughing? I really, I see this happening. The old Cole Jackson, he's crazy, crazy like a fox. <laughs> crazy like there's a only fox. a few things in this world that I feel are sacred. <laughs> God, my relationship, my money, and my dick hole draws. <laughs> okay, yeah. when they leave. This- when they leave, I don't want his shit from you. This nigga ready to fight. It's coming. <laughs> it's fucking coming. It's coming. That's what's next. Oh, as boy. soon as that shit happens, you know what I'm gonna do? I feel like the last five minutes has been me <laughs> laughing and you just ranting. It's, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Every you laughing at me, and I know what's gonna happen to us. <laughs> It's so if you butch, oh. get on my team. Because we got something to storm the Capitol about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got to pick at this shit. This time. This is, yeah. this is what we have to, we got to do this. Oh, man. Because I'm writing a letter to my congressman if they do this Look, shit. I'm for, I'm for all equality, LGBT rights, but come on. <laughs> That's how you're still. <laughs> 
That, that's the subject <laughs> line. <laughs> this nigga sent an email. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, dick, not the dick hole draws. Come on. I'm an ally, but come on, bro. Okay. <laughs> like, leave. Not the draw, dog. <laughs> come on. All you studs out there, be ready. <laughs> Because we're storming the Capitol. Shit going to be like 300. Just a whole bunch of studs. Leonidas. <laughs> this is a Sparta. Oh, shit. Fresh, fresh, freaking fresh. <laughs> they all got the same haircut. Them bobs don't be playing. They got the sports bras on. They with a shield. They dress hey. like Wonder Woman, but look like. They had a same button up shirt. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I fuck with it. Yeah, nigga, we need to make a movie. <laughs> Our minds are too inventive. Holy shit, not fucking today. Not fucking today. Not fucking today. Well, folks, <laughs> that is it. You have reached the end of the show. I'm pretty sure it's about three hours yeah, worth of talk. It's a long one, but it's a damn good one if you don't, if you ask me. <laughs> it's a damn good one. Because this is this is what this is what America's all about, folks. It's some shit you gotta you just gotta keep sacred. Buddy. We we appreciate you guys listening to us. Oh. Thank you for joining us for another Tuesday. We will catch you next Tuesday. You got anything else to say? Uh, hopefully, I have a name by then. But yeah, hope you don't. Okay, I won't. Not for long. <laughs> Not for long, niggas. <laughs> she just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said, <laughs> and I say it again. BYK Radio. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me shit. <laughs>